Everyone and welcome back to Good Mike Hunting for a career arc series of Mr. Robin Williams here at We Bought a Mike Pop Culture Podcast, a pop culture jackcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Miss Jennifer Lopez fifth grade class. My name's Ernest. You be dancing and shit. My name is Hunter. When I grow up, I just want to be alive. I was I was gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> What do I want to be when I grow up? <laughs> Alive. <laughs> uh, I'm Drew. And Colin, now when you grow up, uh, you wanted to be a gynecologist, right? <laughs> when I grow up, I used to want to be like my best friend, Jack. But now I want to be like my best friend, Hunter. Oh, <laughs> oh the big man. It's because I'm dying. <laughs> It's because, yeah, uh, it's because you're like, you're, you're a lot like Robin in this movie. Yeah, I was you're a hairy. really horny 10-year-old. I was just you, hairy all the time. You were definitely horny. My best friend's moms were just always trying to fuck. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Colin Goody. Thank you for having me on. Uh, super pumped to talk about Jack. Uh, a little Coppola gem, may you will. And it's available on Disney Plus. So it is. When you're, when you're watching Marvel, Star Wars, you can just watch some Jack. Yeah. So this is yeah a film by Sofia Coppola's dad, right? As Mick Cage's <laughs> uncle. Yeah, who had a bit of a film career. Uh, this was the apex of it. So Colin, you um, pounced on this movie as mm-hmm. soon as we announced that we were doing this series. I think you texted. Uh, hunter at like 2 40 yeah, in no, the you morning t- like literally the the poll was not closed <laughs> yet and you said hey i have dibs on jack everyone was and like here's the thing no one wants literally this. nobody we had no other messages there you're was like, other people were like fighting over birdcage or goodwill hunting or whatever and you're like i'm getting jack i'm staking yeah. my claim that i want jack this is so all why, why is that <laughs> yeah this is all news to me i thought jack was gonna be like the ironic one to go like how people are going to see minions right now like there's just like a big like oh jack is going to be the one to like get caught so i just i just had to do it that's do that would have been the hot zoomer uh craze back then is like the gentle jacks well do you, you go, think you wear do you tux think that, jack? i don't think that it's a tux i think the gen z they would have all worn like just like oversized like baby bibs like baby onesies because mm-hmm. they're like i'm also a bit of a jack no, myself but, but robin never looks like that robin's wearing kind of like what i'm wearing right now like a like a polo that's really like you have a lot go-to. of jack like tendencies yeah to you. yeah I, I'm channeling my inner fifth grader right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And that's what Robin Williams is doing in this movie. He, um, yeah, he doesn't, a common misconception, I feel like, regarding this film, especially if you learned about it via Tropic Thunder, as I did, uh, he is not someone with the brain of a fifth grader. He is a fifth grade 10 year old boy in this movie. Um, a choice that sent the film industry rattling for, uh, for you years never go full jack we never, never never go full simple jack um 
obviously, so he has a condition. It is based on a form of progeria, mm-hmm. which is uh, a real condition. Benjamin Button disease. This, yeah. This, I, I was just talking to you about this, Ernest, though. The thing with progeria is it makes really young people look really old. It makes you look like you're a hundred when like, you know, you're fully bald, like no hair, tiny, you're itty bitty. Like you don't grow fully. Um, you, there is no disease <laughs> where that turns you into the hairiest man to <laughs> ever live. You like have like a normal life, but your human growth hormone emits at four times the normal human beings just throughout your entire life. Yeah. Like it, the, the closest thing we have is just like being Eastern European. <laughs> it's the closest thing we have to this disease. Just having a full beard when you're like 11. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Robin is 10. <laughs> well, okay. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay. Let's, let's take a, let's take a breather. I can't. Colin, tell us your thoughts about Robin Williams. Before we dive into the movie. You know, I'm happy you asked me this and I had a feeling it was coming. Robin Williams, like he's not like in like a particular like all time favorite of mine. He's just pretty great in like everything that he's in. Um, Probably like my earliest Robin memory was uh, Jumanji. I really enjoyed listening to that podcast. That movie's like super scary as a kid, too. So that's like my first introduction to Robin Williams. And I mean, he could really just like you know, do everything. But uh, actually, I have a quick story. I was with Hunter when we found out when Robin Williams passed away. Mm. You're, you're I remember like, that. Yeah. yeah. We were playing uh, Super Mario 3D World on Wii U. Nice. <laughs> this was 2014? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, 2014. Yeah. Yeah, that tracks like peak, right after high school. Wii U. Yeah, era. that was... <laughs> yeah. Well, Wii U, I, it, kind, it had a long life, though. Like, who's really to say when the peak it has was? ended. <laughs> long tail on that. The uh, the Amiibo Wars era. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you get it. But um, but Jack was the classic. We had this movie on VHS, and we would watch it every now and then. And it was like kind of fun to watch, kind of weird, a little depressing. So we didn't watch it too often. And then it's like fast forward when you're older, you're like, what the fuck? Francis Ford Coppola directed Jack. And then it's like, oh, now I gotta like rewatch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. How how many times would you say you watched it like as a family when you were a kid? Probably like twice. Like enough okay. to like kind of remember like, oh, this is the scene where the treehouse falls. Oh, this is when like mm-hmm. the kid asks Jack if he ever gets a boner. This and, like, is when oh, they. <laughs> this is when they. I don't know. Make Bill Cosby fart into a can. <laughs> you know. You know. That's... <laughs> well, Colin, I don't. Oh my God. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this used to play on cable all the time, right? Because I'm pretty sure that I also had like a DVD or maybe it was a VHS of this. But more than that, I remember this playing on cable like all the time. And I can't remember if it was on at the time ABC Family, now Freeform, or if it was on like I it wouldn't have been on like TNT or any of those networks because it is like have a little bit more childish quality to it. Does this but also no drama? Should it knows drama? Well, characters certainly aren't welcome here, so it wouldn't have been on USA. Uh, But like, I don't (laughs) now in hindsight, if this was on ABC Family, it's like kind of fucked up. (laughs) I know Mrs. Doubtfire was on ABC all the time. Yeah, yeah, oh, all the time. Well, doubt Doubtfire is pretty tame. Well, I don't know. Doubtfire has some. Some fiery stuff in there. But that's still a family movie. This, uh, I don't think it should be enjoyed by anyone. 
Right, right. So yeah, the, <laughs> I think that no one should watch. The thing this. about this movie is that it was a horrible mistake, and it should have never happened. Yeah, yeah you know, like, you're like, you know, not. you wish like some movies, like God, I the movie didn't quite work out, and I just want them to like have a do over. Like, let's just get the same cast together with uh-huh. the Great Gatsby. Yeah. Let's just do the Great Gatsby over again. This, it's like everyone should go to jail. <laughs> everyone involved, straight to jail. Some of them are actually in jail, right? <laughs> yeah. or going. To- they should reopen the Bill Cosby trials and be like. Now, Francis, you had a fascination with children having sex. Do you want to interrogate yeah. that at all? And not to mention, uh, if we're going to go back in your filmography a little bit, uh, there is a 16-year-old who gets fully naked in the first Godfather movie. Oh, uh, so we're so- canceling the Godfather now. This is this is the podcast. All right, where- Francis, I'm coming for you. No, I'm it, in the seventy in the seventies. It was like illegal to fuck anyone over eighteen. Yeah, that's how it was. It just how it worked back then. So okay, so this movie, 1996, like we said, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Interesting that like this might be the the biggest name that Robin works with. Um, I think Nolan will pop up later. And Spielberg pops up at one point. But, I mean, this is definitely, like, Robin making a big movie with a big-time director. Mm -hmm. And it didn't get great reviews at the time. Um, But I think that, like, this is one of those movies that could only happen with a star like Robin Williams in the position that he was in with his stardom in 1996. Like you don't just hand a movie like this to anyone. Um, apparently someone said that like Travolta was interested, but um, they didn't want (laughs) to give it to Travolta because uh, apparently this uh, Robin's deal in this movie was tied to Aladdin. And this was like an apology deal. They they apologized to him and he was like, fine, I'll be 10. (laughs) Whatever. So this is the second time that that has come up where Robin is like mad about the movie that made him successful. And then like, is just like, I want to make my passion project instead. It happened with toys right. where he's just like, I want to work with like the auteur Barry Levinson and toys. And that movie is insane in its own way. And now it kind of happened again where it's like Robin doesn't really know where his talents are best utilized. It's just, yeah, that's the thing is because the, I can't blame what's wrong with this character on Robin. It's the fact that like, it's a 40 year old guy. Yeah. It's an old guy playing a, a child he's doing like a fine job of it, but it's like, it's like the ultimate leap of faith award that we do with the Wibamies every year. Like how long does it take me to really believe <laughs> that this is a kid? Uh, one issue that gets discussed on, on other nameless podcasts sometimes Redacted. is, is, when actors are so famous, they bring in baggage to a role there. This should have, if they must make this movie, it shouldn't be someone mega famous playing the child because, but it only gets made with someone. I know that's the, that's why they shouldn't have made it. (laughs) Yeah. But like I'm going in, you're just way more likely to be like, Oh, that's Robin Williams. That's not a little boy. That's Robin Williams. Like how, like after like an hour plus, you're still just like, okay, all right, I guess it's a little boy. There's a couple scenes where the Robin magic makes sense. No, and definitely. you can tell that he's he, good yeah. at it. He's a good actor. He's funny. He, like he he knows what he's doing, but like he's so old yeah. and, and hairy. <laughs> it is kind of insane. This movie, like, it it kind of killed Francis Ford Coppola. Like, argue like 
probably the greatest director of the 1970s. When was Godfather like, 3? So Godfather, I'm going to go through the filmography here real quick, is, of course, he has the, like, insane... Um, 70s run with The Godfather, Godfather Part 2, and The Conversation in the same year. Apocalypse, Apocalypse Now. Now, 1979. Uh, Outsiders, 1983. And then, like, you know, some misses in there. Peggy Sue got married. Um, a couple things, some TV spots here and there. But then comes back with Godfather 3 in 1990. Makes Bram, Stro- Bram Stoker's Dracula, which has, like, this massive cult following, especially now that, like that kind of style has become more prominent in more modern films. And then he makes Jack and the rest of his this filmography was his follow up to Dracula. Yeah. With this Gary is his Oldman follow up to, to Dracula himself as Dracula. Yeah. And he got credit for being Dracula. So I think Jack uh, kind of belongs to this new like group of movies that I'm trying to like get together. Because, you know, there's like Oscar bait movies where it's like, yeah, technically everything's good, but it's kind of boring and it kind of sucks. And then there's like movies that are so bad that they're good. But this movie, it's so misguided that it's fascinating. That's a perfect way of describing Mm -hmm. it. Well, well, yeah, speak on that because you gave this five stars on Letterboxd. (laughs) And I want to unpack that because like in no planet is this a five star movie, but it somehow... When I see that, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you know? it's it's got to be five stars. But I mean, like, all right, like the directing is fine. It's it's Francis Ford Coppola. I think all the acting is pretty decent for the most part. I think Robin's, you know, pretty good as usual in this. It just boils down to this really bad, misguided script that just should have never been made. It's, it's basically, a bad idea. It's basically big without the wish fulfillment without the fantasy aspect that makes it so fun. It's like, Oh, he's actually just like dying. And it's like, uh, also like weirdly, a lot of this movie, like it's, it's always so insane whenever the movie takes a dramatic shift because it feels so out of left field with like the tone of the rest of the movie, the music in particular, I have a lot of thoughts on the music. Cause it's baseline. like, scooby be the bad boodoo. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Well, it's, it's dude, insane. That, that dates it almost more than anything else in the <laughs> whole movie. Cause it, like you said, it's shot well, like it's fine, but the movie opens with, a horrible Brian Adams song, yeah. like a terrible be dancing and shit, a, a absolute dog shit ballad. Drew, it sounds like a uh, Jesse and the Rippers. <laughs> well, all right, hold on a second. Really I took a lot of notes, so yeah. if we're gonna start at the top, we'll start. No, at the top. I start there. So we have this Brian Adams song, and then also over like the opening, the opening credits are in a font that you should never see the name Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> well, in. there's but there's a prologue. It's like seeing it in Comic Sans. There's like a cold open. It's like a slapstick cold open for them having a child like okay. way too fucking like literally seven months early. So is that what it is? Yeah. Is first trimester. Yeah, it's first trimester. That's insane. This is so, what happens every time you have a kid that early. So my first note is Halloween party question mark adult costume dance question mark weird it's all these people at what looks like a school dance but they're all full-grown adults (laughs) maybe they also have jack syndrome (laughs) like it's not addressed that actually all of them also have jack syndrome they're like why does our baby have this i I mean while they're both like 12 i fully believe that his mom has it 
because she is like a child in yeah, this movie. Yeah, there's there's no explanation to what this event is. To what Go Diane ahead, Colin. Lane is doing. So Jack is born on Halloween. Was he born during some like bewitching hour and he's just Kurt? Wait, no, this is this is a direct follow-up to Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> Mank he was set like, a curse on this. Maybe woman. he was just like, you know, Dracula, he lives forever. That's boring. I want a guy who grows up real. I want the opposite of Dracula, a guy who ages yeah. way too it's, fast. It it makes more sense when you learn that in the movie Jack's last name is O Lantern. Oh. Oh, that does it. Yeah. One, one thing I wanted to note is uh, the first line of like dialogue at the dance scene is like some ladies sitting there and they're calling Diane Lane like fat and that she's binge eating. Really bizarre way to open. This is this is <laughs> yeah, Diane why? Lane in the first scene, right? It's not a younger yeah. actor. Yeah, they're like dancing. And I noticed this last night, like the first line of dialogue is just like, she's so fat. And it's like, what? <laughs> she, looks, <laughs> she looks incredible. She looks considerably skinny. It's also like... It's like this is like peak Diane Lane right now. Like Diane Lane is incredible. She's she's really is it so it's I mean it's because, because she's movie. pregnant that they're I, saying this. Yeah, I guess so. So yeah. even though she's like barely pregnant. Well, yeah, but it's by the time they drive to the hospital, yeah, she is already And Matt, this is almost the if 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 this really is like a first trimester baby, this is almost like an alien situation. <laughs> In which there is like a growth inside of this woman that is like quickly taken over and is about to pop out and just like it's um it's her Gabriel. Right. This is her. Right. <laughs> so the, the next note I have is Tin Man walking through a metal detector. I, no, so that's <laughs> it's really funny. I can, that was the thing where it was just like because it starts with them doing like a um just doing a little dance together, like a whole like little group setting like you said that's in like some kind of a school gymnasium and then it becomes like super slapsticky even though it seems like this should be a dramatic situation like if you're started having uh contractions and you're only seven weeks pregnant i think that would like raise a few flags that i'd be concerned about right. like am i going to be okay but they do take like 45 seconds for the tin man to like take off one piece and then like run through oh let me take off another piece and then run through yeah so this is why the way you described it is so perfect colin it is so misguided that it's fascinating because how what are we supposed to react to all of this shit with it, it gets worse moving forward obviously because robin williams is funny on purpose right. a lot of the time when he's jack and, but you can tell why he would want to do a role yeah, like this. But then also a lot of the time when things are happening to him, like it's slapstick and it's funny, but it's also set. He like this is we'll, we'll go back, but this is moving forward just a bit. When, when he shows up in school for the first time, he sits down uh, at his desk, immediately falls out of it. You, you're supposed to feel something for him. You're supposed to like be like, oh, God, I'm so anxious about his first day. But that's funny. And then he gets in a chair and it breaks yeah. immediately. And right he, after his, that, his acting is like very distressed. Too. Yeah. Like he's not having a good time. Yeah, so but you don't watching, know if you're supposed like to laugh. Stupid ass comedy <laughs> shit. Like that's it was such a, like a dopey scene. There's so much of that in this movie. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Jack is born. He's a big, beautiful baby boy. I actually I did want to say something here because you mentioned the clothes that Jack is wearing. What actor has a bigger change in their wardrobes from one movie to the next as 
Je- as Robin Williams going from the birdcage, where he is probably the hottest that he has ever been in a film, <laughs> to ten perfect Jack. like satin button ups to ten year old Jack, yeah. where like, dear God, if I like dressed up like that with like just the collared stripe uh, little <laughs> polos and some shorts that hang like four inches past your knees, he's really he's just transitioning to between two different types of lesbian. <laughs> Well, hold on. Do you guys see that I uh, found the auction listing for his birdcage uh, shirt? Yes. I posted it on the Twitter. It's a Versace like silk shirt. It's so swagged out. Sold for $3,000. I'm still still thinking about the birdcage. Mm. Watching Jack, I was like, birdcage was really good. (laughs) Were you like, would Jack be better if there was also like, okay, another love interest for... Just so throw him in there too. Like you said, we have this opening song with this, um, this, yeah. What, what is it? It's, is it's Brian Adams. It's Brian Adams. The guy who did like summer of 69 okay. and like everything I do. <laughs> that guy. So he, he sucks. they're like <laughs> examining this baby. Like so many, like th- there's like, what are those things called? The, the like calipers. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Cal- a lot of calipers. A lot of calipers. And, uh, then we're introduced to Robin, but it's done in a very like well-directed way. It's like, very this is, interesting. This is when you can see that like, okay, Francis is behind the camera because this whole sequence of the kids like telling the, the mystery tale of the <laughs> giant man yeah, that like lives he's up like, in the tower. Like he's like Boo Radley, well, basically. Yeah, I, literally. Literally Boo Radley. I yeah. think that like Francis Ford Coppola understands that like homeschool kids are weird. <laughs> like he he gets that fundamental pack about our society. Yeah. It's like this is why you put your kids in public school so they can get their ass bullied and grow up to be normal. Right. right. Yeah. So this this is uh I am glad that we get to keep hanging out with these kids. Oh, they're great. They're they're really great. They're written to be the, the most nasty little boys on earth. And it's really bizarre but how horny they are. I think it's a good a young thing age. to introduce them like that and very Exa- well, quickly no, exactly, get to like a more human core. Yeah. And you also don't know if you're ever even going to see them again. They might just be a device right. for that scene. And I was looking at them like the kid who plays Eddie, the glasses boy. I was like, mm, that kid perfect. is that is a baby uh, Moranis. <laughs> I loved that kid so much. Yeah, he's funny. His face is like one in a billion. Perfect. Perfect <laughs> casting. Con, did you like him? Because he kind of looked like me. Like whenever I was like <laughs> freshman year of high school, I Ew. still looked like that kid. <laughs> I just loved all of his goofy faces and just like, man, just being like, you know, I'm 10. It's 1996. I have glasses. I'm just going to thrive for like the next like five years and just fully embrace the 90s. I don't buy all the kids. There's the main kid uh, with uh, the mom. Louis. Yeah, Louis. And then the kid with the glasses. All the other kids are not very good. And they Yeah, there's like smoky hair boy. Like they're all like generic kids. Forget about them. They're kind of kids that like don't really make sense together. And I think that doesn't it makes sense when you're 10 because yeah, do you guys friends- remember when you're like in fifth grade, you're never friends with the people uh. you were started being friends with in fifth grade because in like when you're that young, it's like we're friends because we live on the same street as each other. Yeah. We 
aren't like old enough to have different interests from each other or to have the yeah. same interests at this the, point. The whole movie, um, I was just, I was calling these boys the Grease Gang. No, so I want to talk about uh, Louis' fit because Francis that, Ford Coppola, Francis Ford Coppola made The Outsiders. Yeah, and he's he an just, Outsiders. He boy. just he's straight a up greaser. brought a greaser into 1996. So weird. If it, I saw a 10-year-old dressed and acting like this with a little swoop haircut and everything, he like definitely saw Terminator 2. I think he saw Pulp Fiction, too. Came out two years prior. <laughs> okay. He definitely, Fran is not there as a parent. Like, we can talk about her parenting style. Oh, the nanny. Um, but I think that he just kind of had access to a lot of, like, way too much too young. So he watched uh, He's dressing like He's dressing Fiction like all the men that fuck his mother. <laughs> oh, my God. Which is apparently like all the time because she is so she is just like she's putting so out horny all the time. She yeah. says two words to a ten year old who looks like Robin Williams, and she's like, "Fuck me now." I was she's shocked like, she didn't turn out to be a stripper. No, I know. Well, I like think she has to be peddling some kind of like ass. Well, she does say something that just like whenever she just like you can always if I'm not like if you don't want to call me at work like you can call me I'll be at the club I frequent the club and you're like does she. Get is around she a hooker. Is she okay? Like the question needs to be asked about like is she a hooker? Is she just really Robin vibing? Williams talks about his mom twice in yeah. like a two minute span and, and she's, she's like, like nah, that's all right. Look, I can I can pick you up from mommy's. Like we can go back to my place <laughs> I'll right now. Mommy. <laughs> and the and the kid, by the way, Louie, when she's hitting on uh Robin for the first time, Louie's like, ah, here we go. Yeah, like looking she does for this, love in all the wrong places. She, yeah, she does this all the time <laughs> around her son. So speaking of um, legally questionable folks, um, <laughs> Bill Cosby is in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Colin, I had never seen this movie before. And let me tell you, when Bill Cosby shows up on screen, I choked. <laughs> you know, Bill Cosby, he's not really in that many movies. He, so when you see that movie, it's weird. His movie starring career, like notoriously, was one of the biggest failures of any wannabe movie star ever. Like he he was in a movie called like Leonard Part Seven that just didn't happen. Like it <laughs> of, flopped so bad. Of all the horrible, misguided parts of this movie, somehow Bill Cosby sticks out as the worst. And they couldn't have possibly have known that he was as bad as he was in 1996 i mean when when did the show is the show 80s when did the show air 80s in like i want to say early 90s right so they could have had like one conversation with anyone from the set of the show and been like oh, well he maybe. was like he was mr family man like he right. was america's mm -hmm. premier family dad because after that there was also the show kids say the darnest things right hosted by him literally just talking to kids did you guys like, watch kids, see the guy. kids say the darnest no. things yeah i yeah, saw it i, I used to watch it like all the fucking time weirdly i watched that movie with my dad a lot and like i didn't grow up living with my dad and i just remember like it was just a thing of like, well, what are we going to do, son? It's a Saturday morning. I guess we'll just watch kids say the darnest thing. That's that's poor, poor Matt well, Mobley. I mean, Matt Mobley. Um, and now you see him tickling children and you're like, oh, uh, uh, icky. I don't yeah, know about the first that. Thing he does in the movie of uh, Robin Williams falls and uh, Bill Cosby's like, let me touch your leg and your toe. <laughs> He's like, he says, he says that the only way is for me to bite it. I do have to ask. Yeah, I do have to ask, like, we'll get to the maggot soup later on. But do we think that like Rob, that Bill Cosby served a little bit of maggot soup to the children who were on this? He's putting Jack. There's some lewds in there. So, OK. All right. So here's the thing. Bill Cosby 
has been charged. He's a sex offender, yeah. right? Like he's, he's not a, a rapist. He's gonna spend. He's gonna spend but the rest of his life. Yeah, in jail. watching this movie makes me ask some questions. I know because it's also like all of his victims are women. Right. So watching it, I was like, well, I mean, hey, keep him with the boys, man. Like, there are worse places for him to be. He, um, like, sees those, like, two, like, eight-year-olds walking around. He's just like, hey, ladies, you want to join oh. the luxury house? It was more... <laughs> Fuck Bill Cosby. Like, it, it makes sense for the time period. I've, I've watched a good amount of Cosby show, so, like, I was able to, like, be like, yeah, this is Cosby show Cosby. Like, yes, he's just being... Yeah, he's being a, the casting it, makes sense. It, yeah, it makes sense to put him in this movie because he's good with kids. And also... I don't know how much improvisation was done in this movie. It doesn't seem like a ton, but generally speaking, uh, that's also what I was looking for with Robin. I was like, I don't know if this itch is going to be scratched, but the only way to me that this movie would work is if it was a lot of Robin just goofing around with kids yeah. because he's so good at it and so personable. We don't get a ton of that. We get like a little bit, but like if it was shot by like Barry Levinson, good morning, Vietnam style, like just letting Robin just Riff, be like yeah. a child and getting out of his way, it would be better. I, well, okay, so I think that a lot of the lines aren't improvised, but I do think Robin is being Robin and, like, all of his mannerisms and stuff like that. Like, that all seems real to me. Like, this is... Robin is... We're giving Robin, I think, too much of the benefit of the doubt here, guys. I think that we're being too kind to Robin Williams. I think Robin, he... This is kind of a turning point for him because he never goes this insane in another role. Like, I think that this might be like the most Until, Robin. like later Robin, like RV maybe. Yeah, like, well, that's entering later. a different stage. And also that's like a different type of, it's like dad kind of insanity. This is the last time that he's doing this childlike um, kind of. childlike. Yeah. Like this kind of frenetic hyper frenetic acting style that like he originally got known for. This is the last movie that has like the maximalist Robin. Yeah. And I think that there's like a reason for it. Cause like, I think after this, he even saw it, it was just like, all right, maybe I'm not that guy anymore. Yeah, maybe like, I, maybe I should bring old. this back just a little yeah. bit. Uh, Colin, I, I have two notes here that I wanted to get your take on. So first um, the little eyeball of uh, that he uh pranks the kids with he throws like a epic what like a gooey eyeball it's from like yeah it's from like an epic science like set kids love slime yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah he's like a smarty pants kid with rich parents you know well it's it's when he's like in his house so like does jack like never leave no never. like hardly ever Why? it's like bradley it's like you said because he's because he's homeschooled and he's also like you know like when he leaves and gets to be a real kid he fucking like has a heart attack <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that like he you know um and also yeah i'm sure his parents are like well we they can't can take him to the store <laughs> like, he's not like scary well, like, i think he's, I don't know, I think he's been to the store his first but his first time being around like other children on the playground he's like making animal noises and shit like that like he's he yeah, doesn't he, really know well, how he's never been to school like he's just been hanging out with his mom like yeah being a kid and which is also why like she's weirdly a kid in this movie like she has to deal with like this weird like empty nest syndrome like oh i don't have anyone to be goofy with i mean i don't care hunter hunter said earlier she has jack syndrome too to some extent (laughs) she has like she has um munchausen's progeria right (laughs) uh the other note that i that i had colin is uh did you really feel like he is a normal 10 year old when he's playing with that caterpillar that he that turns into a butterfly it's like when you watch that you're like ah yes 
Jack is just he's just a regular 10 year old boy. Maybe because he's homeschooled and that's like a discovery channel, like kid thing to do. Watch a butterfly like come out of the cocoon and just be like, the world is a magical place. Yeah, he's he's a weirdo. Yeah. Um, I mean, were you guys ever really like blown away by Robin Williams acting? Were you ever just like, wow, it's like he's actually 10 in this movie? There, there is like maybe one moment where it does kind of reach that level. I think the the scene when he's talking to his dad on the phone and his dad is like shooting like a nudie mag or whatever the I, hell he's doing. I have so many questions. Shooting, we just get one shooting like a it's like, sexy carrot ad. Yeah. No, I was like, is he is he actually like shooting the like the centerpieces for penthouse? <laughs> but they really are sitting on giant carrots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but also like there's like the Budweiser horses are in the background yeah. too. So it's like it's what? like a knockoff. It's what? it's not penthouse. Why are carrots there? Because I think he is. It, this I is think like it's a, a gag of like, yeah, no, like I'm an admin. Right. I'm doing like a sexy carrot. I'm making carrots sexy. Right. I think that's the joke. It's just for carrots. We keep saying, though, that is really weirdly misplaced in this movie. It doesn't make. <laughs> but <laughs> it's but funny. It just Robin's, doesn't make sense. Robin's acting on the other end of that phone call. I thought was like, Where he's okay. like he's manic. That conversation. Yes. He's just like he's popping off. This is this is when I could buy it like pretty much all the way that he was putting in a good performance as close to a 10 year old kid as it gets. Yeah. That that's a good call out that particular scene. A lot of scenes I feel like have the potential for him to be more realistic, but I feel like they're very lazily written Um, because my, my, an observation my girlfriend had, she, for a while watching this, she genuinely thought that like the writers thought that like progeria means that you, weirdly like age super fast also at everything you do because he starts off really bad at everything and immediately gets so good like riding his bike he can't even get on it and then like in that same shot he's going no hands right and then like later on playing basketball he literally can't move so and then he's like bouncing the ball in so like it's so weird I'm I'm so glad that you brought basketball. I have like I have so many notes about this, and they all kind of stem from the fact that Francis Ford Coppola, like a lot of film guys, he doesn't watch sports. <laughs> uh, and I know that because the kids walk up and they say, "Let's play a game, first to ten. No person in the history of pack, pickup basketball has ever played a game to ten points. That is an insane way to do it. And then also they just like keep playing, and the rules of the game, they're just like losers take it out. So that would imply that you start on offense. But the first time we see them, he is just like playing defense and then he's continuously playing defense regardless of the team that's scoring until suddenly he's just not and anymore. Then he's just, and then he's great at basketball. And then he's just, he learns how to jump because they say, move your feet. And at first he's like, he's like fumbling oh. his little feet around. He doesn't know what to do. And then he's just like, oh, I can like bend my knees and then like exert force against the ground and propel myself upward. Oh, cool. I'm just going to do that and then be the best basketball player ever. He's also like double the height of all these (laughs) kids. That's the whole point. He's just so much taller. He doesn't even have to be good. They might have been my favorite scenes in the entire movie is everything that was happening in the schoolyard sequences. Yeah, I like the two little girls. Uh, who talked to him that one the the one girl who does most of the speaking was uh she was on full house like she, i think she was michelle's friend right colin 
Yeah, I knew you were gonna recognize her, and yes. I, I was gonna bring it up if you weren't. And I was like, "Wait, which one? Which one off. of the two? The the little the girl who does most of the talking? Where she the glasses girl? No, or the, the other, other one. one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, so I recognized her too, not from uh, Full House, but she was recently in uh, Spider Head, recently a Netflix oh, film. Wow, does she look the same? Yeah. Well, yeah, she's like in does her. She, well, 30s. does she look eight? No, she looks eighty. What if they find out that Jack syndrome is actually contagious? Like everyone who <laughs> well, comes in contact they didn't want to with t- him just touch dies. the basketball. Yeah, that's why they were poking him with the stick. <laughs> <laughs> Which is that's funny. Um, okay, yeah. What's this? This uh, I had it pulled up. Yeah, uh, Journey Smollett. She was also. Oh, that's Jesse Smollett's sister. Oh, I had no idea that this was the same person. Yeah, that is so dude. funny. Good, good catch, Ernie. Yeah, I, I recognize her face. Thank God you watched Spiderhead. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> um, maybe not as bad as Jack, but I don't know. There is that <laughs> curve where it's like the worse you get, somehow the better you get. The more like I will say that this is it's the I don't, parabola theory. Yeah, I really don't know how to rate this movie because again, <laughs> if we're going on a pure like fast, I'd never looked away because I was like, what insanity is going I know, to happen I had next a, i had a ton of fun because also like i was grappling in the moment with like how insanely upsetting like, everything was to my girlfriend <laughs> yeah no because it's just well but this is like i had a uh i don't know if i want to say a better time i like had a more memorable time watching this than i did watching awakenings or something like that yes absolutely like it's, it's so in it's that not, way and there is like well yeah awakenings is, is the truly the bottom of the parabola it is so funny because you're talking about uh your girlfriend's experience congratulations on having a girlfriend um thank you now whenever i keep having to say wife are you gonna invite uh, are you gonna invite her to Um, the treehouse yeah she's no girls a lot i will throw water balloons the fattest fucking water balloons um unless she farts no i uh (laughs) I tried to show this to Gaia and Gaia was like, no, it's going to make me cry. And I was like, no, it won't. <laughs> I bet it did make people cry, though, in the theater. I she guarantee was like, you. She was like, the premise of that makes me want to cry. And I was like, you just have to see the execution He's of it because I promise how it, won't, much, it won't work. How much do you want to bet that like 85% of grandmas that went to the theater in 1996 cried at the that valedictorian took their grandchildren speech. to this because they were just like, ah, it's fun Robin Williams movie. It's children. Right. I loved him in Patch Adams. And then she's just like, I don't know. I well, kinda, Patch Adams had been in Fran Jester's position. It's Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's the guy from awakening yeah it's there also is like another reason it's entertaining is that there is like fu- funny scenes in it there are entertaining scenes there are like semi-captivating scenes but i mean um, there there is like some emotional ma- manipulation no, happening yeah no there's plenty of that there's also just like like the scene uh like a very well executed and shot scene is the one where he's inchworming down the stairs in the cardboard box talking to his mom. <laughs> That's so, That's so that was funny. He, dude, well, but that also was a good little scene because it also it had a rhythm to it with the box and it also like was important. Like their discussion moved the plot forward. I was like, okay, you're doing a, a good scene here, guys. Good job. It's just funny. Whenever I saw that scene, I just could not get Robert Downey Jr. In, from Tropic Thunder out of my head of just like, you never get full. <laughs> you yeah. never get full Jack. You never yeah. get full simple Jack. Simple Jack. Um, okay. So now that we're at the school, I know we jumped to basketball, which we can talk more about for sure. We got to talk about Jennifer Lopez. So, well, first of all, Jack, like, really wants to go to school. He doesn't understand why he can't go to school. He's very upset. 
Uh, he can't sleep, so he decides to cuddle in bed with mom and dad, mm-hmm. which I thought was a very unsettling and you're kind just, of disturbing. You're moment. just watching it like the, <laughs> like imagining the actors, you know. You're like, yeah, they're they're and action. It's just Robin, and they're like, oh, come in, come here, little guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure those parents are just thrilled that their son looks the way he does. Like, <laughs> they love him. Colin. I was so. Would Diane- you love him if he was your son? Here's the thing. No, I don't know. Like he's like older than me at this point. I don't know if I'm like. Well, we'll I, get to that. That's a category. We'll get to that. <laughs> so Would I do. Have, <laughs> I do have a question here because Diane Lane is like, like we mentioned, like she has some like childlike qualities. She's clearly like the stay at home mom. Is yeah, she like she's been basically child isolated life. too because of Jack. Like they've just been like being weirdos together. So what as is, a result, like their real true mental age is somewhere in between the two. What like, is Jack's relationship with his father? Because I will be honest, maybe it's the performance. Maybe it's just Brian Kerwin who this plays guy is Brian. So tired. Um, this guy's he like looks I hate done this with the shit. He looks. I hate this fucking he's kid. just like. What if he just dies and we just have another baby? <laughs> yeah. Like, what if what if we just kill this, this, this fucker? This kid's feelings will snap. Is it like too nothing. late to abort this fucker? <laughs> Can we post birth and abort this motherfucker? Well, what state? What state is, is this movie set in? Yeah, oh, is this oh, California? It's, it's absolutely California. Okay. Yeah. Right. No, because in Texas, like this kid isn't allowed to join elementary school. Like right. he's not. They're just like no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not allowed. You're fine. Here. You're fine. <laughs> well, Ernest, uh, to go back to Jennifer Lopez, I vividly remember watching it, and you know, I probably watched it in like the early 2000s. And here's Jennifer Lopez, and I remember just being like, she was around back then. Yeah, I was shocked. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, 96. She's already in movies. Huh? Good point. So when when is Selena? Because Selena was like her coming out party. I feel like that must have been around this time. Um, that's the next year. Yeah, it's oh wow. So, so ninety-seven year before mm-hmm. Selena. So this was like a little a little preview of yeah, her. It's but weird. she'd already been like a big music star. I know. And she already, yeah, she already like looks like J Lo. She's like she might as well not be in this movie. Like she's really flat to be honest. I I thought she was fine. She I has mean, some like, good moments, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm she not, causes I'm, a man to have a heart attack, so that's fun. I'm just, look, I'm not I, getting I'd have much a, emotion out of her at all, guys, which is like fine. My heart would stop if I saw Jennifer. Hey. Like, let's let's be honest here. Um, I thought that she was really nice, to be honest. Like, she was just like a nice person. I will say, because it's been like I don't even know, like 15 years since I've seen this movie, 10, 15 years. And as soon as J Lo popped up, I forgot that she was in this movie, and I was like, "Oh no, is that the person? Does J Lo make out with Robin Williams?" That, well, that's the thing. Fortunately, it's not. We aren't also having the teacher making no, out with the student. Well, because so if it is, better? then that would mean the movie has to become about her being a supervillain because she knows that he's ten. The whole thing about the yeah. Dresser yeah, is that the she's teacher. just like irredeemably stupid. Like she's so dumb and horny. But um, yeah, no, but she J-Lo doesn't know is, he's a boy. <laughs> J-Lo is friend has been lied to explicitly about how about this man and how old he is. She does get in the tunnel with uh with Robin Williams and Robin Williams does sneak yeah. a little smooch while he's there. eating his sad little lunch in shame. <laughs> his jelly beans. Did you guys ever did you guys ever get like bullied to just eat your little lunch in the tunnel <laughs> in the playground? I mean, Jeff's pretty cool. He's got candy at the playground. Like that's a way to like, you know, put a foot in the like, I got some jelly beans. Like, who wants to play? But then, of course, the well, that's why the basketball scene is so important. Um, because it's like, 
I don't I don't know the actual name of the trope, but I always call it the like Rudolph with your nose so bright scene where like everyone realizes that they, they, they can use the freak for to their advantage. Oh, um, the when mm-hmm. he pretends to be the principal. Well, no, that's a, well, yeah. no. So they're like the, first is basketball, and oh, then they're gotcha. like, "Yeah, holy shit, this is like a full blown adult we have, that, and we can make him do whatever we want because he wants to be our friend so bad." How can we exploit Jack? After the basketball scene, I immediately wrote down, "I bet they're going to make him buy Playboys," and then they um, they literally do. They do that. <laughs> yeah, he pretends to be the principal for for Lewis. Uh, that's how he meets Fran Drescher, and she's just so enthralled by how sexy his demeanor is <laughs> was this peak nanny oh yeah definitely nanny is ended by now right okay but nick at nick at night see this is the thing nick at night nick was at running night is, no the nanny was on it was, it was on. That's what I thought. Yeah, in the, we're in the middle of the nanny when this movie. Oh, okay. Out. For some reason, I thought the nanny ended like ninety five, ninety six ish. No, it's so we're in the middle of the nanny. So she's like, she. It's like a big get, which like makes sense because like she's like comic relief or you know supposed to be. I guess. Um, she's just so horny. Hey, it, is it comic relief? <laughs> That's definitely what they cast her for. I don't know if it's successful in yeah, that way. It's for the voice. Uh, real quick yeah backing up she literally is just lois griffin (laughs) yeah (laughs) a couple other thoughts about the basketball scene because i just like i watched it twice whenever i saw it i like i was laughing so hard it might be the scene of the movie it's like giving they came together of them just like running around in circles at a certain point like around robin williams um there's also another point skipping ahead later on the movie wherever they come out and play jack which we're going to talk about that but whenever they're trying to get him to play, there's just five kids with basketballs dribbling in a circle outside of his house. Once again, Francis Ford Coppola does not know how sports work. He's never watched a sport once in his life. But um, I love when he starts doing good. He makes the little bounce shot into the basket mm. and he just starts doing like dancing and then everyone's dancing that. together. And meanwhile, you just have the music going on. Shooby doo. Yeah. Well, because this is the 90s. This is peak like Bobby McFerrin. Yes. This is very 90s energy. Yeah, Bobby yeah. McFerrin just like owned a few years of of like soundtrack type music, and it's so funny. Anytime you hear it, you're like, "Really? It's like static <laughs> baseline, dude. The baseline is great. It sounds like the music from Doug. When when Jack starts doing real good and he's doing his little dances, and then uh, the kid with the glasses joins Eddie, in. Yeah, he joins in. That's I mean, come on, like it's fun stuff. Glasses boy owns. The kids really just kind of weaponize Jack to like gain right. like pornography. Yeah, because they're they're greasy yes. little boys. Like they're they're not. My mom would not met, let me hang out with these kids <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> Beth would fucking never. She'd be like, hell no. They you are tr- not hanging out with Jack. Yeah, <laughs> like you're gonna sleep in a treehouse. You're not. No, it's not Jack. <laughs> no, my kid. No, my mom would not let me hang out with Louis. If she met Louis one time, she'd be like, this kid's slicking his hair and he's Slick ten. Back real nice. Yeah. This guy, he used to be. He still is a piece of this shit. Boy Let's smells, be honest. He smells like Stokes, yeah. and like, yeah. and like, you know, you, you're dropping me off, and like, you meet his it's mom. Be you're crazy. like, I think his mom is Do a we hooker. Think, I'm skipping ahead here. Do we think Louis dies before Jack? Because I think that that's well, on the table. Well, they but... definitely all go for sloppy slakes at stakes at Trefani's yeah. after graduation. <laughs> yeah, they 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 have a sick Forest Green Chrysler Sebring, <laughs> top down. 
Not a single person wearing a seatbelt. Just not, not everybody piling in. Jack, Jack immediately dies <laughs> as soon as the credits roll. They're just like Louis the, like, don't a worry. A gust of wind blows and, and he dies. Louis like, Jack, I got us cocaine for our big celebration tonight. And then just cuts to black. He falls off the random like mountain that they're on <laughs> for some reason. You know, they're mountain in Calabasas. You know what I would have liked? I would have liked a scene where Jack buys like cigarettes for everyone in the treehouse and they're like smoking and coughing. Yeah, but he's anti-cigs. There's that moment with Fran. Oh yeah, yeah, breaks it in half. Yeah, cigs. I was thinking beers, like Yeah, like alcohol. Give the glasses gets drunk in the treehouse. <laughs> do you think that they yeah, don't have a, that? We be- needed a trashed Jack. Well, do scene. you think that they don't have that because this is a Disney movie? Like, do you think that if this was like a Fox production, they might have had the like kids accidentally getting drunk scene or like kids know, smoking there's... a cigarette and then all like coughing out a lung, like some one of those scenes, something like that? Maybe it's it's the nineties. Do they care about cigs yet? Like, did we did we care? I, I, I don't. I don't think so. I think it's just because the script is bad. Yeah, genuinely. I I think they just like they decided to spend time on really like way worse things. Like, for example, there's a 100 percent needless scene in the middle of like all this sort of fun we're having with like Robin having friends now. They they cut to uh, Jack's mom uh, in a cardboard box, horny as hell, with like heels on, seducing her man. That is so bizarre. Insane. I could not help thinking about like all the families that went to the yeah, theater and to it's see just this. Like, why is <laughs> it like? Did Diane Lane have in her contract like I'm not hitting my minute count? for this film yet we have to add another scene in there and like also i want to be like i'm acting too childlike it's just i it's need like, to try and fuck my technically hand. it's definitely just to show that like oh the parents are benefiting too because this little scamp is in their fucking house all the time but like who, who cares i it's, don't care it's trying to paint a three-dimensional dynamic portrait of what this situation would be like no exactly and that's why this movie continuously like falls flat on its face because it could easily just be like whoa wacky robin williams in a 10 year old's body but it's always like no let's actually like try to tell a more serious story about like what what this would actually be like if someone had to deal with it needs to stay more way more on jack in the in the boys in the greasy boys jack and the boys we need more of jack and the greasy boys together Mm -hmm. um there's that whole like uh montage of them hanging out is great though like we have the halloween scene there's a dr kevorkian joke which was very timely in 1996 uh dr kevorkian the guy who was uh convicted of second degree murder for like helping with the assisted suicide so um, yeah the, the classic all the kids love that i remember like all the eight-year-olds in my theater screening like they all clapped whenever that yeah, joke was so made. so like we're having fun yeah we're having like montage style fun of like him doing all this stuff for the boys like he's he's a homie now he's totally in he's like i brought a friend to the treehouse it's bill cosby <laughs> <laughs> um i screamed again it's uh, i could not believe i know it. Weird move on Jack's part to just like bring the oldest homie up it's to the treehouse. Um, Bill, Co- yeah, I know Bill. And the thing is, maybe there was like a, a de- like a deleted little mini scene of like Bill Cosby talking to the parents, and they're like, "Will you please like go see what the fuck they're doing?" You know what I mean? And Bill's like, "All right, fine," because otherwise it's just like, "Bill, why are you chilling? Yeah, right. why are you kicking it with the boys?" My, That's my weird. note. My note is literally 
No, not Bill Cosby. No. Say, they, and, and they immediately I say, make oh, him no, fart. oh no, oh no, oh no, Mr. Woodruff's here. <laughs> they immediately make him fart. And he, and because Bill Cosby speaks so slowly and he's talking about his farts <laughs> and how nasty they are. <laughs> He, he he tells the children that his insides are rotten. <laughs> that is that is a completely inappropriate thing to say to children. My insides are Bill, rotten. Bill, is this a cry for help? <laughs> Bill. Dude, are you trying? Do you think you he tried like, to tell on yourself? He started to like, yeah, he started to tear up a little bit on the screen. Like this was him confessing, he but just, like not he really. Just confessing. Met these damn boys, kids. I've raped I, so many women, kids. <laughs> and then they do that weird ass Charlie Brown song. <laughs> where yeah, where they're like kicking all their feet in the. Se- what is what is that? It's what, a cool you know, song. Like it, yeah, but what is it? Like from. Because like you Bill know. Bill Cosby starts like going with it and he's like, Oh, you guys are like this. And then like they're like, oh, and then like one line in, they all are singing every word. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they know the exact arrangements for like the entire song. <laughs> <They're> like, harmonizing. <laughs> <laughs> each of them have a like did did Bill pull each of them aside and was like, No, you're gonna go do 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 and you're gonna no, go this do, was, do do and you're gonna... this was TikTok dances in ninety-six. Kids <laughs> just, just knew organized treehouse dances. It's another thing that like it seemed like it belonged in like the outside. Like, like it's like this is like something kids did in like the fifties <laughs> <laughs> when you just didn't have anything like, else. Yeah, y'all yeah, agree back here. You'd be in a treehouse. You'd be in a treehouse with like some old man, and you'd be singing about Charlie Brown farting in a can, You're, eating maggot soup, dude. The this it the was gross so food. gross. Why did they do it twice? I get they also had well, to make Cosby they finished eat it. it. They finished the <laughs> yeah, first they, batch. So Robin ate that whole thing Robin by himself. Just keeps eating it. He, the, it's like they, it's like the whole thing, bullying him, lot, but then he just likes it. You need a lot to grow as quickly as he does. You got to capture a lot of as energy. much gas as they're trying to fill up. That's what you got to do. Colin, I I know you've had some slop like that, some maggot soup like that. <laughs> no, I'm the type of person who is like, I, if like if I'm eating like something that's supposed to be dry, and then like some juices is touching it, like I'm not a like no. Like, Even I'm when you were ten. You didn't just oh, like yeah. mix up gross shit just because oh, just to be what? a gross 10 year old. Ooh, it's bringing back memories. I think we made like a stink bomb one time, but we sure as heck did not like put it in our mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. Did you make a strange, like uh hairy man? Did you ever eat, eat it? Did you ever eat any worms, Colin? Were you a big like worm eater? Did you just go around just like do like some whipped cream and worms? It's and just, just mash. It's just it's weird. Um, it's weird because they stay on it for so long. Just like the farting, there's like a really long take of Robin Williams's face as he's farting. I, I well, felt like, he was gonna let out a turd. No, I thought, I thought he was he, gonna he shit was himself. Like he's shitting man. In real life, he is shitting himself. Like when that much is coming out, and how much he's straining. He's really, he's, he's also he's he's got a forty year old asshole. Right. Let me tell you, as a man with a twenty eight year old asshole, like sometimes it's, it's hard. To, yeah, you never you think it's has, a fart and it's not. He has hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. What the scene have been better when they're passing the can around the open? <laughs> And there's just a fucking turd in it, and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> "Well, that that one little boy like actually passes out, like he yeah. fully loses consciousness." Yeah, it, it was like a death scene. <laughs> <laughs> France is like really 
he directed the shit out of that kid. He was like, all right, boy, he's you like, need, you're you going to slam. I need your head. I need to hear it bang on the wood behind you. I want you to get a fucking stage two concussion. This movie dropping. This here. movie should have been set in like the 50s. It would have made so much more sense because like the past like that feels like more of a fairy tale. And this like is a fairy tale because like yeah. no one watching this is like this. This happens every day. Like, also, you know what I mean? It needs to be set back. There's, there's no technology aid that really matters to the movie at all. Um, and also everything that they do and say these, these kids is just fifties. Like they're right. the there's writers, nothing 90s about yeah, it the writers from, and Coppola did not know how to make it. Not they like, just, it's the same childhood. thing. Well, just think about it. It's the same thing as watching a modern family movie today where people are like, these this director doesn't understand Gen Z kids. It's the same exact thing, except it was back in the 90s that they just didn't understand what kids were. Um, adding to that point of this would have been better in the 50s. I had like a couple of notes on just like generally how we can make this movie better and less horny. Um, why aren't the kids like reading? Like, I think it would be a better scene as if they're like all reading like a like car magazine or something like that. And then like Louis shows up and they're like, Hey guys, guess what Jack brought? Because he <laughs> looks like an adult. And then they bring a porno mag and he's like, Oh my God. Whoa. This is the first time I've seen boobs. Whoa. Instead. They're like, yeah, I started, I started like beating my meat when I was seven. And you're like, Jesus. Oh my God. Kids <laughs> go to therapy. Like fucking Christ. What yeah, is this they, town? They're so cranked up. Like, guys, 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 we're, we're overlooking a pivotal line in the treehouse. It's just looking at Jack and just being like, Jack, you ever get a boner? <laughs> <laughs> Colin, I think it's the first time I ever saw you. I ever met you. I asked you that question <laughs> in the treehouse. <laughs> That's like a seminal part of growing up is just being with your buddy and being like, does your cock get fucking hard? <laughs> So this movie is tapping into something. Well, that's why I want more of the boys in the treehouse, even though they're a little weird. Like, <laughs> it at least like is some sort of human experience. Well, speaking, <laughs> like, speaking of the horniness, going back to J Lo. First of all, she really wants Jack to win the basketball game. There's yeah, a lot of teacher. moments where she's rooting for him, and then immediately after that. She goes up to him in class and she says, looks like we're going to have to change your name from Jack to Shaq. <laughs> she is she is getting dangerously close. She's um, approaching the frame. Well, zone. that's the thing. She doesn't have enough range as an actress to not just be like hot, you know, like she's, not at this point. No, she yeah, gets she, it. She's but like, yeah, like she doesn't have that gear of right. just being like totally innocuous, like it's just a good teacher who cares. Like, why would you cast J-Lo in 1996 to play that part? Right. I'm sorry. And then immediately after that, uh, the nanny, Fran, is just just straight up hitting on him, like just hardcore. Yeah, nanny. I mean, well, I think we're the reason why you put J-Lo in this movie is just because at that point, you can have four names above the title. You can have Robin Williams as Jack. And then you and can then also Diane have Lane, Diane Bill Lane. Cosby, Fran Drescher. And J-Lo. So and J -Lo. Five, that's five names right there. Five and, of the biggest names yeah, of the mid-90s. And Coppola. Yeah. So, you're, yeah. so it's like it's a huge sell. Um, but it just doesn't really make go wrong? sense <laughs> uh, having them in that role. So the, the treehouse falls because of one little butterfly. <laughs> Oh my god, it's the same butterfly that he watched hatch. And then Incredible and then like butterfly. killed. And then that little cinema. fucker dies. He, yeah, he kills that bitch later on. 
they really like fall out of it too. Like Bill Cosby's toppling on top of these children. Like how did the kid with glasses not break his arm during that scene? <laughs> yeah. He's like, Oh no, I can't control my arms. Um, <laughs> Robin Williams fell on me and Bill Cosby and broke my leg. <laughs> it's an extended sequence. There's a lot of shots of this treehouse like crumbling I, to the I ground. Do like <laughs> it was, it reminded me of like a decom shot of like the butterfly landing yeah. on the little piece of wood. And then it like you're and he's like, guys, guys, no. stop. No, yeah, it's not even de- It's like it's a cartoon gag. Like yeah. it's like a silly little like fairly odd parents joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's so I, weird. Mad when the kid interrupts and says uh, like look out or something. He like he's like, no, no, that's not right. They've heavily set up the weight limit. On the treehouse, there's a lot of yeah. creaking. The creaking going on. is insane. It's like, like if I I get like kids are fearless and everything. If I got up into a space and I heard that, I'd be like, Nah, yeah. guys, we're just gonna like sleep on the ground. Tonight. Well, this this would be the Jack uh, ride at Disney World. <laughs> you would be in the treehouse, and you and all your boys would and- be farting into a jar. <laughs> It's like 4D. You're like yeah. smelling a fart. It's like a combination of Bugs Life and Tower of Terror. Just yeah. And then eventually you all fall. Bill Cosby's there for some reason. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> Watch out, and then Jack. You get your back bones in, are weak. <laughs> you get back in line and you do it all over again. You, um... You, so the next the next key scene could also be in the right. Like the next key sequence is him showing up at the bar. Like he well, cuz okay. he can't cuz he has heart attack. No, well, no, because yes, before exactly. yeah, before that we have to get dramatic out of goddamn nowhere. Like there's really there's that one cutaway to Diane Lane being sad and then horny. So like you're like is this a is this a dramatic scene? I can't really tell here. And then uh we have girl is saying like when I get older, I want to be 28 uh, and get married. Because if I get married before 28, then I'm going to get divorced. But I can fool the uh, analytics if I just don't get married till 28. Jack's like, when I'm 28, I just I just want to be alive. <laughs> Starts like doing that. He's like 28 times 4 equals 100. And, oh, oh, no. So he asks out uh, J-Lo to the dance uh, and kisses her. She of course says no. She owns tragic. Him. Yeah, she owns him. Um, then he has a heart attack. <laughs> he falls this down the stairs. <laughs> he falls down the stairs very slapstick style. <laughs> it's really funny. But before the heart attack, it is very sad. That's a very sad. Yeah, scene. of course, because he's like, I have to go with a grown up because you look like me. Yeah. He's like, you look just like me, and she's kind of like, okay, listen, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know if I look just like you. I'm kind of a smoke show. Colin, what were you saying? Uh, you could say she broke his heart. She because it's not she a break, really it's not a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, for all intents and purposes, she broke his heart. But yeah, so then then he he you know he go to hospital. They're like, why the fuck are you letting this freak go to school? Yeah, too um, much stress. Yeah, and he's like, oh, but mommy, I must go to school. The boys, they love and this me. This is where the movie gets horribly depressing. It's no more farts and cans and like. Yeah, yeah. and it only was farts and cans for like a half hour. Right. (laughs) No, we got to go to the Memories nightclub. Um, Which also could have been really fun, by the way. 
Yeah. I and th- said it's it, it's kind of fun because Michael McKean is in there and he's funny. No, it's yeah. fun. It's funny, but for not the reasons that they intended. Like one of the best pieces of like unintentional comedy from this movie is like they walk in. Michael McKean sees Fran Drescher walking. And he's just like, ugh, could crack a walnut on that ass. And then it cuts <laughs> her ass and she just has no ass at all. Like it's just flat as hell. And you're like, God damn, the 90s were a dark time, huh? Just well, like people I mean, just my didn't. guy, my guy, uh. <laughs> Uh, Chuck McGill, uh, <laughs> a past and present Better Call Saul legend. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably had a, a couple drinks at this point. He's he doesn't know up. what he's looking I, at. It's I, <laughs> I really tell. like the way that the dialogue handles ch- him being drunk. And so he doesn't really notice the way that, that Jack is interjecting with little kid shit when he's talking. Yeah. Um, I thought yeah, that when was, he's talking about like he, he can't get it up. Yeah. And, and Jack has no idea. You no, know, yeah. He's Jack's like, like oh, I can't. I've never done that. He's like, oh, like, yeah. Like your leg. Yeah, your leg falls. And he just keeps talking because yeah, when you're like drunk, you just, when you're drunk, you just be talking. I've definitely <laughs> done that at a bar to strangers before. And like, yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. You're talking like, if to you're a listening to a child who has no, no idea. I, for all intents, I might as well have been like those kids could be. And just like yeah. if I'm just like walking around like sports town and I've just like had tied one too many over, I'm just like right. talking to a random person that yeah. has no Listen interest in keeping kid. a conversation going Let me with tell me. You I'm about sorry. Jack 1996. <laughs> I really like that Jack is eating a ton of cherries at the bar. Yeah, there's there's like it's an interesting scene. Um and then yeah, he gets into a Fran, bar fight. Fran and is goes to too jail. horny. Fran, like he cannot stop. Like just every red flag that you could possibly imagine a human being is popping up in conversation. He's doing like this move while like dancing very close it's to a person. Dude. Um, it's a ten-year-old dance. And Alpha it's mindset. Just, and Fran is just so all in. She's just like, I don't care. I want to. Fuck this man yeah, child. This, this principal. To the point who's like, who's like, she knows is like really good friends with my child. Like, she knows that he's come over to their house and into their treehouse before. I would be very alarmed if I was. Yeah. No, I, I think she's, she's like an absentee mother. I don't think she has any idea what the fuck goes on in that treehouse. She doesn't even know there is a treehouse. She doesn't house. know she has a kid. <laughs> she's a drug addict. She's probably like on cocaine the whole time. I, it makes sense because. Robin gets in fight with the fucking coke head at Wh- the bar, which is awesome, by the way. Like the epic uh, diss battle that yeah. they have. That cussed. Yeah, it's so funny, and everyone's like, "Oh, <laughs> you got Zachly disease." <laughs> if, yeah. if I saw that happen, I would side with Robin hundred percent. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's owning his bitch ass. <laughs> um, so he goes to jail. Um, I was really hoping that like we would spend a lot more time with Jack in jail. Like that's a whole movie. He right spends there. like three years. <laughs> <laughs> he, go, he goes for like attempted murder. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. He he gets out quick because of course Fran is like I gotta get that dick. <laughs> Not, like I need to fuck Mister Powell. Also, she never calls him by a first name. All night long, she's just like, Mr. Powell, Mr. Yeah. Powell. She wants the pipe so bad. She is. She I think it's better for her that way if she doesn't He's actually know like, the first thing. you just take me to my mommy's? And then she gives him like a very tender little kiss. Smooch. Where it's, it was like the, um, the like, uh, heat check, like the heat tester kiss that you give when you're like, okay, I'm just going to give you a little smooch. And if you lean in enough, then I'm going to f- go after your ass. Yeah. And just then testing the water. Yeah. But then he's like, he reacts how a small child would. And she's like, okay, well, good night. Peace out. There, there could have been a good uh, callback 
when she's at the bar with them, she could have said to him, Jack, do you ever get a boner? <laughs> that would have been perfect. Jack, do you ever get a boner? But you that, know, that you that know how you talk to like adults, like full grown adults, like, hey, buddy, you ever get a boner? <laughs> Michael McKean. (laughs) You have to get a boner, Jack. That would tip off the fact that she knows that he's like a 10-year-old, which would... And then she keeps going. (laughs) Even more. Yeah, it becomes like a really dark, like, true crime type situation. Um, So then Jack gets depressed and grows a full beard. So, question. I I actually had this as a note here. Because we know Jack grows at like four times the human rate. Right. I think, well, one, I think that Robin Williams' facial hair actually does grow at four times yeah, the normal does. human rate. That was so, a fake beard. That well, was it's, a ba- it's a bad fake yeah. beard. It's a really bad fake beard. Um, which, Robin has grown a beard before. I don't know why they didn't I know, just, just shoot out of order. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I don't. Come I don't on, Francis. <laughs> um, but, like. That was one think good that thing was, about Awakenings. That do was, we that was think a real that's beard. like, like a, a couple weeks? Like, how long do we Did really say, say it's, it's like two and a half weeks. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's not that long. No, no, no. It's well, but okay. he's been, in but, kid time. But it's he's like just forever, like they're but. like he literally hasn't come out of his room. Right. But also, there's a scene at the beginning of the movie where the dad is like teaching him to shave for the first time, which is like he yeah. hadn't. He looks like a forty year old man. He hadn't yet, shaved he before. Shaved, and then he <laughs> shaved right, one never. time to go to school, and now he has a full beard. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> don't. They say uh, he started shaving when he was four. But then why? But then why? He's like, his dad is walking him through how to shave. Yeah, Yeah, he tells it to the kid with glasses. He's like, oh, I had to start when I was four. Get it together, Francis. Maybe, I mean, maybe he's, Jack is just like bad at being a man. Um, Maybe script consultant. (laughs) (laughs) I will say like, this is genuinely like one of the best scenes in the movie is that, can Jack him out to play? Yeah. Come on, can Jack him out to play? They all want to play with jack everybody just wants to play with jack this is like the scene that i remember the most from seeing this movie however many yeah. times as a kid is like i just remember like thinking like man i hope that if i just went missing like every kid from my school would show up to my house and ask if i could come out to play <laughs> and then you just put on a, a gas instead mask. i was just like out there on the playground like rah, rah, <laughs> yeah i'm a brontosaurus <laughs> you finally come out of your house with a full beard they're like ah <laughs> ew <laughs> And then, basically what so then he basically here. just like decides he's gonna go back to school. Yeah, like he he just like shaves and does it all. He's like, yeah, mom, can I go back? She's like, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, no, put it like that. She's because at first he keeps asking. She's like, no, 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 and he's like, uh, well, I'm going to. Yeah. She's like, shit. All right then. <laughs> like, yeah. No then pushback. He just like point. shows up to class, and uh, J Lo's like, oh, good. <laughs> all right. So whoa, whoa, then, it, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say, Drew. It's geniusly matched to Louis' speech. How perfect you, perfect you yeah i was just because you say. know he has to be back in class for his speech yeah and and it's perfect i i think that this is this is a really well kind of staged scene because there's like a sense of momentum to him giving the speech without jack there but it's the speech is about jack yeah and then he arrives as like the big moment is happening. Yeah. And uh, you're no, like, yeah. no kid has ever given a speech like this yeah. in any class. This is the well, best written speech. I will say 10 year old. It at least it makes sense because they are so young at 10 because in like high school, if Jack just missed like three weeks of school, then that would like 
be more important for him. But in like fifth grade, what are you really learning? It doesn't matter. It's probably fine for him to just miss that class. They're like, you have to write one speech and you have uh, six months to write it. Yeah. They're like, it's due at the, the end main, of the semester. Their only school assignment is about your buddy. Just you can just say that you want to be. You can say that you want to be married at twenty eight when you grow up. You can say that you want to be like your weird man child friend. It's fine if you say you get a doctor. You get you want to be a doctor. You get an F. It's um. um yeah, it's good. Like it's good character growth for Louis, who like really hasn't had much of an arc. I would say. I, I'd say like he goes from being like a little bit of a shit. Yeah, he's to a sh- not that he's much a sh- of a. Shit it's just head. yeah, he's a shithead, and then he likes Jack, and then he loves Jack. Well, he, he defends <laughs> he defends Jack in front of the other boys. He's like, hey, cool it with the freak shit. Hey, you know? he did me a favor. Right, he got us the penthouse mags, uh, the nudie mags. Um, yeah, and then he's like, yeah, I want to be like the big guy, the giant. <laughs> You know, that's, you know, that's cute. I said that about Drew before. Mm-hmm. I want to be like the big guy. Yeah, it was, it was before I was guy. even tall. Right. Um, <laughs> then the ending, the valedictorian speech. What did what do you guys think of this? Of old man Jack graduates from high school and everyone cries. Uh, so a first thought, the best thing that they did maybe in the whole movie is the casting of the older ki- ch- kids perfect is so everyone's perfect good. yeah they're they look so perfect yeah i was like blown away i was like wow that's like i didn't have to wonder who they were i was like oh that's louis that's the weird glasses boy that's spiky hair kid yep good job's there good job i love them. how people don't change they're like you know when you're 10 and you spike your hair it's like that's, well, that's i guess this look. is my personality trait huh <laughs> this is just my look for the rest of my life is i'm gonna have spiky um, hair jack's jack's eyebrows are out of control as an old man dude like, let's he, talk about his kicks though those are looking pretty sick so this is a little, what, a little ronald mcdonald this is what 2003 wait is that math track yeah Two, 2004 yes. five ish or so Three, I think three. They do do a smart thing where like the parents are all just wearing like standard adult clothing and the kids are all wearing gowns. Yeah. So it's not like they're trying to like they're not calling pre- their shot. Yeah, they aren't trying to predict like what the fashion yeah. of the future is. The biggest thing is seeing Robin Williams shoes, which is like kind of those like uh shiny, like metallic almost looking like converse. Yeah, they're really swagged up. Um, Robin, yep. Robin Williams looking like an old man. He looks exactly like George Washington. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, JLo has like a man and a, and a baby now. And we're like, Jack's oh. parents have another kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yes. had a, they had a little girl who's Which? like falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> who's <laughs> in the, all these takes? She's like dozing she off. She is zonked out. <laughs> so she looks think, so funny. Do man. we think that originally she had lines, and then they ca- they got the kid, and Francis like, I can't do anything with this child. Just act like you're asleep. Like I no, you she's literally because she's sitting up, but she's literally just like. <laughs> Like she, I, for a minute, I thought that they like gave some airtime to like a little girl with procheria because I was like, Does "What's wrong with this kid? Do we think maybe she is? Maybe she's only like two. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say she got it. I don't like them insinuating that she's a normal kid for them to raise. They had that. a second kid with procheria. Yeah, the, the dude, dad is like genetic. No! <laughs> I think the dad kills himself. <laughs> like, come on, just want to play catch. Uh, this is uh, Jack Two. It's like it's Jackie. like the Do- it's like the Donnie Darko sequel that was about his sister. This is the Jack, dude. Two. The S Darko, yeah, S Jack. Yeah, so so it's just sort of like they, you know, they were just clearly like, you know, Jack's gonna Jack's on the way out. We can just pop another one out. 
while we're yeah. still young. I'm happy for them. Yeah, they have a kid. All the boys are like epic. Um, they have the Sebring. What did you think of this whole final sequence, Colin? Uh, I I hate this ending. <laughs> awful, horrible, horrible ending. I, I mean, I don't think they knew what else to do. And like, like as a kid, when I saw it, just seeing like, oh, he's really old now. And like, he's about to die. It's just like depressing. And it's not heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of the Robin Williams formula because they do the same thing in Bicentennial Man. And I don't I don't like that movie either. So it's like it's just kind of a bad trope of like, oh, it's heartwarming. but Kind of a final keep- speech. You know what it is? It's it's the same thing that they do. And the speech reminds me. It's a bad speech. It reminds me a lot of um, uh, I almost said a beautiful lie. The fucking a beautiful mind, a beautiful. Mind. It's the same exact. Speech and of, therefore, I'm thinking of ending things. You, <laughs> all of you. I couldn't stop and thinking of I'm thinking of ending. It's literally is like that same. T- it was just kind of a thing for like this 10 year stretch where movies didn't know how to end. So they're like, Let's we're going to end with. Speech. Yeah, we're going to end with him giving a speech that's about nothing. He's not saying not being a, a, anything. A shooting star, Hunter. He's literally not saying Be anything. Spectacular. He's like, it's thanks to you. All of you. Audience, it's thanks to you. Tears. Everybody cries. It's like, I did that. Yeah, it, it sucks. It also, it, much like most of the drama in this, it eats up too much time. It's like, we could have hard cut like straight from him giving his speech as a boy to the valedictorian be like wow he's old now i get it like he's and old like, he's oh, at the he end of his valedictorian up, speech he lived wow. to be a, a senior yeah standing oh cool. quick crowd shots of everyone we care about and then like go away or or over credits yeah. no speech just graduation over credits great gra- like silly graduation photo shoot yeah. <laughs> yeah with old man jack they should have had jack on like a deathbed and like louie and the gang is there and jack like passes away him and yeah. him and bill cosby <laughs> are dying together because bill cosby's just old <laughs> wait why is bill cosby at the graduation why not he loves him but he's like a part of like the. is he a part of the school no he's he's like a private mentor yeah he's like jack's hires. friend like he's like he's his homie what? he loves him so because jack is valedictorian cosby just gets to like be well, in the he's a plus I, one. Well, here's the thing is that like he's oh you mean how he's like sitting in behind yeah him? Yeah. yeah that's weird jack should have uh, fart in the can on stage and then pass it around <laughs> the crowd. That should have been the speech. Just, just yeah. a big old fart. <laughs> I would have loved that. That would have been a perfect ending. It is Cut like, to credits. Brian Adams. Let's get out yeah. of here. I got my first real six string. <laughs> the the Bill Cosby character is such a weird relationship because I didn't even like really think about it. Like. Of why is Bill Cosby there in the treehouse to begin with? Like he was originally hired by the parents to be That's like a private. There mentor. should have been a little scene of like the parents why? being like, hey, yeah, like you did go? they pay him to go like yeah. to go there, or is he like legitimately friends with a child? No, yeah, well, because obviously, like Jack called him was like, hey, like I want you to meet my friends, and he's like, oh, I, I'll support you, you, you know, disabled boy. Like it's not that <laughs> yeah. it's weird that he stays in like like chills for a long time <laughs> he's just like yeah i'll eat your fucking maggots like, yeah, let's do it you guys know the weird farts. charlie brown song <laughs> um it, yeah it's also very uh bizarre the way that bill cosby manipulates uh him into not being depressed anymore when he's depressed yeah when, he, when he's when he's like trying to teach me he's like nah i quit you're you're being a bummer and i'm leaving because i don't <laughs> like you anymore do you know i've done that in past relationships before 
I've actually just like I've gotten in fights with Hanks, and I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I'm just leaving now. Yeah, you're being so depressed, and he's and Jack's like, I'm dying. I'm gonna die. Like I'm sad. He's like, whatever, bitch. Like you're a shooting star. Like you're supposed to die. All right, let's get to the cage categories. So the first one is what is the best Robinism in this movie? You have one, Colin. Off the I top, have two. Oh, good. I have- I have two and they're the correct answers. <laughs> I'm dead fucking serious. You are a them. Jack expert. So yeah, I've been, I've been like, I've watched Jack three times since like I got like signed on to do this. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. I'm fucking around with Jack, but uh, the basketball scene when Jack does his victory dance and he does that squirm with like his legs. <laughs> yes. That's 100% uh, Robin Williams. It was Francis Ford Coppola was not standing there being like, Oh, how about you just this? wiggle your legs like this? <laughs> So I think he definitely improvised that. And uh, then uh, when Robin Williams, like smiling face appears in the door uh, at the end for the speech, it like zips up and he's got that big old smile. Like that's just, that's just a big Robin. When Williams. he's old, when he's old man, Jack. No, no, no. no. Whenever during the speech like that, uh, that oh, when uh, about like, I want to be like Jack when I grow up and they just, he yeah, pops right into frame. Jack's here. Jack's here. Yeah. 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 I, I love that. Just him smiling, popping up the window, wide eyed, just, like great yeah if he was at my door i'd let him in just be like (laughs) it's jack i uh i was gonna mention the the basketball scene of course that especially just everything the dancing along with the insane music is just wild really anything from that uh or um that like schoolyard kind of scene could fit in there also we talked about it before but him on the phone with his Mm -hmm. dad and like just Look, look, going look. in circles and circles and circles this, and this thing when he does this with his shirt yeah yeah he yeah. puts up his shirt over his head like this everybody this does is that. the robinism right here this is the moment yeah and he's just going around with his shirt over for his head. the listeners ernie just pulled the shirt like over the back of his head and so just like you don't see the top of his head you just see just face i'm a 10 year old boy um yeah. another good one is when corn julio there you go uh the the shot of him buying all that shit at the convenience store with the nuns behind him, and then he's like, "A picture of the Pope." That was <laughs> yeah. Funny. Uh, Playboy. Uh, I'll get uh, some uh, some raisinets, some uh, some gum, and uh, you have a Playboy. Would that scene have been better if the kids were like, "No, Jack, not the penthouse. That one. It's like really hardcore, like." <laughs> <laughs> Like really nasty. Check it that one. Yeah, it's like they're, they're, Dominatrix they're like, magazine. Magazine. Like, now something. we're going to the video store, Jack. <laughs> it's like fecal and like just Jack's like, all right, I'll get this one. They they like pull so, all their money and then go to like Skid Row to just like get a hooker. <laughs> well, that's the thing. So they're starting young at like ten. It's only going to get worse from there, right? They're going to be desensitized at a certain. They point. make him like buy heroin. <laughs> How does Jack? Well, hold on. If Jack would not survive to graduation, if that were the case, no, like, it just ends. What if it like there was a post credit scene where Louis just like, oh man, man, I'm freaking out, guys. I'm freaking out. We just killed Jack, and it just like leads over with Jack with like two heroin needles in his arms, passed out on a couch, foaming at the mouth. Jack taking like one sip of beer on graduation day and passing away. <laughs> I'm telling you. When they drive away in that Sebring, it is over for Jack. They're they're go- they're about to do over. some hairpin turns with the top down. <laughs> Jack, he just gave his last words at this graduation. Like it's not, 
even if it's not like an accident or anything, like just just the 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 joy of being on this incredible ride on this Sebring with his friends is going to make his little heart stop. That's true because it was just like, yeah, it was just like anxiety and like, like a conversation, you know, a tense conversation, like having a lot of fun could, I thought that that was over. I thought that was going to happen in the treehouse. (laughs) Like I I thought that he was going to like, you know, have too much fun. (laughs) What's the, uh, the best moment in the movie. And, Robin Williams is all over this movie. There's only like maybe a, a two or three scenes that he's not in. So it could easily just be another Robinism, right? Just the best moment in the movie. I think it's the whole basketball scene. To me, I think that's kind of like everything kind of clicks really well there. The music, that bass line, all the kids all the cutaways to all the kids like spectating the game I like are all the, perfect. Um, I like the disc battle. Okay. The, 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 like, that is right before the or are you talking no, about right the, before the, him getting his shit rocked? Oh yeah, in the bar, that whole bar cocaine. scene. No, yeah, just I like the disco. Yeah, the Zachary disease. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna start saying that to people. I, I could have. I I wanted more from that club. Oh, well, of course. Oh, we're gonna get to uh, an idea that I have to like really to add to that scene. I I, I wanted a, a strip club. Like, I wanted, it should have been a. Strip I wanted club. her to give him poppers. <laughs> This movie is so much better if it's rated R. Right. No, that is the thing. Like a Disney whatever thing. It's just an R movie about this like kid. Like this could have been a great, like awesome movie. It's called Bad Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Even if it's like PG-13 and like what if they like. It is PG-13. It's PG-13? Oh, I thought it was PG just based on the 90s. That's weird because also, yeah, back then I feel like this could have been PG almost. Is there an F There's uh, No, but there is like some, uh, there's some bitch in there. There's there's a couple of shits. There's also just ton of, Um, tons of porn. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of horniness. Yeah, that's an automatic PG-13. The penthouse mag for sure. Yeah, sex stuff is not approved. Um, Colin, best moment in the movie? I mean, like all the stuff with the boys is great, but I got, I gotta, I gotta. I'm sorry, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know if I need to check myself in, but it's. Do you ever get a boner, Jack? <laughs> that's, never, that's never gonna happen in a movie ever again. You're never gonna have a kid say that. To Jack. Well, that that whole treehouse scene is, is really, really who, good. Who says that? That's one of like the throwaway kids who has that line, right? Because he says it like very earnestly. Like they're like all kind of like playing around. He's just like it kind of gets quiet for a second. He's like, "You ever get boner, Jack?" Yeah. Like it's just well, it's like it's like this is this is a a moment of brotherhood like mm-hmm. they've they've asked this question to every new member yeah of like the they talk house. about it all the time yeah um it's a, it's a way to welcome jack into the treehouse yeah they're like jack do you even like like this shit you're getting for us like do you even get it he's like nah i grew out of this shit yeah he's like yeah jack's like yeah i have ed like really bad <laughs> yeah you can easily remake this into like a 824 like sci-fi or like uh elevated horror type yeah deal. it could be that it could be just a pure like oscar full oscar bait tragedy movie um it could be it could be like a dirty jack like crazy comedy mm-hmm. that that turns dark and sad right. you know what it could be is like not not plot wise at all but they could have made this like uh have you guys ever seen little nicky 
the Adam yeah. Sandler movie. Yeah. It could have been like that tone well, if it would have gone a little bit darker of like the like, oh, he's like so mischievous and everything else like that. But he's like, an aren't, adult. There, aren't there a bunch of Adam Sa- Sandler characters that are basically Jack? I mean, it's kind of a yeah, there's like, like a Billy little Madison, bit of Billy Madison in here. Uh, yeah. Mr. Deeds, like he kind of he's a man child. Yeah, yeah. he kind of is like but a 10 year old a lot of times. It, it's it's the fucking Tropic Thunder thing of like you never go full Jack. <laughs> like Adam Sandler, there's always something he's either going like he's too stupid. zany to the point yeah he's like playing it too stupid yeah like same with Dumb and Dumber they're just I like two really dumb Robin guys. Williams is playing this too earnestly like he's yes. really is he's going he's playing a 10 year old Billy Billy Madison is not about the drama of being <laughs> stuck in a in an older man's body no uh, it's no, not yeah like it's not it's literally just about being like immature like he's not stuck in any type of body. He's just right. an immature idiot. Like th- this movie should have this movie shouldn't exist. But if it is to exist, I think the best route would be for them to lean way more into it being like a lighthearted sort of fun time at the movies that has like heavy overtones of sadness, like book ending it, like beginning and end. You're like, oh, man. But then most of the movie, you're just seeing Robin Williams have fun with kids. Um, like, you know, you're getting treehouse type shit because ostensibly that's what I was like finding myself wanting in this movie yeah. where you're like, okay, well this, that type of scene was hella better than the last one. You know what I mean? Every time like a treehouse type scene happened, I was like, all right, well that's better than whatever the fuck else is going on here. So like <laughs> we, we needed more of that. I don't know. I could have, I wanted the Fran Drescher cut. I want the cut where she just goes all the way. <laughs> She's just like regretting it to me. Like, yeah, I, Jack the gone morning full. after. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen Big. How far does it go in Big? I think they, I think they bang in Big. Do they? I yeah. can't. I honestly yeah, but it's I can't like, remember. It's like epic sauce. Like he's like, hell yeah, I'm a little boy. <laughs> so and I just fucked. Is this better than that? I mean, at least they. Yes. At least she doesn't have sex with a child. No, of course. Like Big, Big is insane for that. I could. I could be wrong. It's been a long time since I've no, seen. No, I'm. Big. I'm pretty sure. Like at. Like at the very least, like some action happens with him and he's like, hell yeah, she doesn't know I'm a child. Like, cool. Well, but also that means that the woman is not a villain in that scenario because she doesn't know, you know, hold on a second, guys. I think the the thing that everyone's forgetting here is that Robin Williams went to beach and got old. That's really the. Do we key think that that was thing. the problem? Do you think that like he the problem is that like he has a little bit of the sand from the beach that makes you old in his pocket. Well, and that's why he's always getting older is because he brought the beach from old back with him. His parents conceived him on the beach. Ah, that's what happened. Is that what happens to the baby? And yeah, the sand gotten his urethra. Yeah. They, they think it's a stillborn when she gives birth to old, but it's actually Jack. I, I have a question. What is Fran Drescher's life? Like as soon as she learns that Jack is old. Or Jack is young. I don't think that it even really affects her <laughs> much. Like, no, well, because she's like sobbing in the graduation scene. And I just kept thinking of like, oh, man, she's probably crying because of like the decade of therapy she's had to go to where she has to be like, yeah, so I did try to have sex with a 10 year old. And like, I really wanted to. And right. I'm still attracted to this old man. Um it's also I don't know. It's just I, it's funny because he also like even if he's not ten, he still is like Robin so Williams. Ugly. Yeah, he's still not <laughs> like hot. half the guys it's, at that club were like marginally better looking. Michael McKean is better looking even with the toupee and all. Like he's still looking better than than fucking Robin what's, Williams. What's the next category? Uh, 
what would you do? Fellas, W. So I think I think the real WYD <laughs> here is you're a member of a friend group, like and a new there's a new kid in your class. <laughs> yeah, you're a ten year old kid yeah. in Miss Jennifer Lopez class. And, yeah, and there's just it's a, there's a new kid and he is uh, Robin. <laughs> for the, well, know, by the way, this brings up the fact that these kids were not well vetted at all. They were not prepped properly for this for this freak to enter the classroom. There should have been like a whole. Weren't they? There should have been like a whole day of like some like a guidance counselor being like, okay, don't say anything. Yeah, <laughs> they have like an assembly before yeah. Jack shows up to school like, to like don't huge, bully Jack. But anyway, uh, so if I'm ten, when I was ten, I was a very like sweet, tender boy. I would have tried to talk to this kid. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't. But you're you're a bit of an empath, so the, no. The that thing makes is, I, I, it wouldn't have gone well, and I would have given up. Like pretty quickly, I, like I would have tried to, and then been he would like bark at me, and I'd be like, you know what, I don't, I don't, <laughs> don't want to jeopardize like the few friends that I do have, <laughs> so I'm just gonna back off. You're just stuck with like the large, yeah, because I don't, I didn't have the social clout to like be like, no, guys, he's cool. Mm. <laughs> well, it's because you did slick back your hair, but you didn't have that fun swoop. <laughs> if you just had like those three locks of hair that did swoop down, I wanted to be along with the so slick bad. back hair. That so I'm, cool. I'm gonna Could've be, I'm gonna be real with you guys. I would just mind my own business <laughs> i would just i wouldn't bully him but i wouldn't try to reach well, you out you also either. came from columbia like last year right you're already like <laughs> yeah, you're already you like this is well no i i would have been there a couple years i would be on like year two or three yeah but you're you already like, show up and you're is... like is this what fucking america is <laughs> yeah class we're having one of those kids no i'd be like in. i'd be like i'm I'm good now. Like no <laughs> one's looking at me weird anymore. Yeah, ju- yeah, just because like you, <laughs> just because you have a little bit of an accent. You're like this, this is Robin Williams. I've like, I've like automatically like moved back a layer in terms of the attention of all the other yeah. kids looking at you. You're weird. Like, like hell yeah. Someone else has the spotlight now. Like I'm, I'm all set over here. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What about you, Colin? Like you're, you're in the tenth grade, and Robin Williams walks in fifth grade. Or you're 10 years old. That's yeah, right. 10 and- years old. Okay, so here's a flaw with Jack's parents. He, he's wearing these like dumpy like hobo outfits. <laughs> but like if he's in my if he's in my class and well, I don't know, let's say he's wearing like a Yu-Gi-Oh shirt. Hey, be like, oh, great point. Adult, adult, large size Yu-Gi-Oh well, shirt. There's a kid. Yeah. There's a kid wearing a black flag shirt. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. but he's also like a dork. Like you know, he's like a homeschool, like science nerd. Right. So like Jack is like a, he'd be a loser anyway, almost. Right. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like if, if I know he's into something that I'm also into, I'm going to be like, Oh, all right, buddy. All right, pal, we can be friends. But no, if he's just wearing like a shirt that like my dad wears, I'm, yeah his his mom should have like there should have been a scene where his mom takes him to the mall for like like you know like a makeover scene where they go to like hot topic yeah Yeah. no the problem is that wearing an eraser head shirt diane lane definitely is the type of mom who's just like we can't watch pokemon because there's like animal abuse in it like she's that type of mom she's just like if like there's no violent video games allowed in the household like she's that watching only like like zoom (laughs) <laughs> like he's writing letters to Zoom every week. Yeah. Like Hunter, it's, I have a question for you. What? Uh, 
is a check into Coheed if he like survives? No, he, like, no, he's absolutely time. no. Do you think that Jack was uh, <laughs> like we actually saw the real life Jack at the first Coheed show we went to and we saw the guy, the like old man, uh, get lifted up and crowd surf <laughs> oh, the wheelchair. The we and the old man, the wheelchair. First Coheed show we ever went to, there was an old guy in a wheelchair who actually crowd surfed. Uh, what year was Coheed this? Show. 2013, 2014. Like, yeah, 2013. So that so so Jack he could have been 200 years old at a Coheed concert. He would be approximately 120. <laughs> it tracks. It can work. Yeah. Jack almost ages like exactly like a dog, right? If you think about it. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's not as bad as dog. Not quite, but it's but that it's a it's a four multiplier instead he of could seven. Just like, had two like, no, dogs like I'd his say he because he's graduating high school at the end, right? Like yeah. yeah, he's like an old dog. He's like he's like seventeen, about to die. Eighteen. Yeah, what? So he's okay. seventy two at yeah. that point. Eighteen times four. Yeah, seventy two. So Jack is just a dog. Yeah, I mean, he hopes to live till his twenties. <laughs> it's just an old dog, guys. All right, all right. Let's let's tweak the the WYD a little bit. You're a young couple. You're trying <laughs> and abortion. <laughs> yeah, no. I I'm moving to a state where it's like <laughs> also okay. Bad job by this guy now. Like this is I one. I'm getting a better fucking guy. Bad at explaining things. You bad at explaining things. to the guy things. know that's also, in Jennifer Lopez's class as a little boy that grows up yeah. to be. <laughs> Man, I we haven't spent enough time on that kid who just says, "When I grow up, I want to be a gynecologist." <laughs> it's all of because you. of you, Miss Marquez. Miss Marquez, I want to be your pussy. I want to look inside of your <laughs> vagina. I'm ten. Dead Ringers is my favorite movie. Insane. <laughs> That's I was I was getting Dead Ringers vibes from watching. Just, Jack. There's so many moments in this movie that's like. Why didn't why did you not cut this out? Why are these, why are these why boys so nasty? You needed to cut this again, out. In this movie. Everyone who made this movie should go straight to jail. Just straight to jail. So, All of them involved. So I'm a young couple. Do we is it post birth? We find like obviously well, like labor well, happens way really early. Well, yeah, that's the thing. First trimester, you're suddenly in the hospital giving birth to a big old big old baby i hope i get to be the stay-at-home parent because like jack like ends up like he's happens to be like really smart for his age like you know like he's a smart kid he's fun um and you need to raise a kid with like that those health problems i'd imagine you'd have to be rich as hell Um, oh they're fucking i don't i don't i don't want to work yeah i don't want to work the hours that dad's working well okay so so diane lane doesn't is is unemployed and um, she's a stay-at-home mom. That's that's actually the hardest job in the world. <laughs> and uh, dad is a nudie mag <laughs> photographer. I don't know. I think he just is like hot. Yeah, I, uh, I almost took hot it. Hot vegetable. I, I kind of settled on he was like a photographer for like Marlboro Reds or something like that. Just based on, I don't know, the vibes. He's of just he's an ad man. Who's doing. Okay. He takes the pictures of my spy books. Okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I. If I had to have Jack as my son, I would love him very much. <laughs> and you basically I would look, do with Mumu. I would look forward <laughs> to the day in which I didn't have to deal with him anymore. Oh man, <laughs> I. Uh... But I would love him all the way until that day. You know, I have like a fear of becoming a parent. Eventually, I think that I might like to have a little fucker, a little baby mobbly running around. But like God having a baby all. Jack is like my biggest. Fear. I'm imagining Hunter. Um, I'm imagining like your kids born and you're asking the doctor. You're like, Forrest Gump. Is he like, 
<laughs> I like put a little tiny propeller cap on his head and spin it yeah, for him. Yeah, like you see like a um, little scamp like me. <laughs> see a little, a little naughty boy. See a little All fucker. Right, guys, you start seeing this girl and she's like really, really cool. Like she's like, oh my God, she's perfect. She has like this like whimsy to her. You do find out that she's 10 and right. she's in it. No, it's, it's like Charlize Theron's character in, yeah, it's in Arrested Mr. F. Development. <laughs> I was thinking about that a lot. I, no, it really is the same thing of going full Mr. F is just the same thing as this going mysterious full hot British girl. Guys, I know what I'm doing if uh, I have Jack as a son. Um, first of all, why isn't Jack famous? Like world famous. He's right, like, he, should, he should be a science study like around the he world. He should have a TLC show. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm making a documentary about his entire life. Yes, that's a great dad. idea. Dad, dad does like photography stuff. I edit it together. It becomes the most like a sensation. It's like, yeah, it's like it's lauded as the greatest documentary of all time. Yeah, and then I win an Oscar. Yeah. And because it's also like it's like a character study of like you trying to grapple with parenting this boy. Like, you know, yeah. it, I would make really it all about self-serving. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and you guys were like, holy shit, Colin made the great documentary about his anomaly child. About his it's, old it's son. It's hoop dreams, but it's about a child yeah. trying to become an adult. You're <laughs> like, like, holy shit, Colin made the world a better place with his movie. Hun- Colin, that is so... It's a great idea. That's so smart. That's Yeah, that's that's the best <laughs> they one. They need to that's be a, using Jack. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would take advantage of this little fucker. I'd be like, you're costing They're me everything. They're keeping a... A the story of a lifetime yeah. locked away in a tower he's with a, Bill Cosby. He's yeah, he's fucking <laughs> Rapunzel. <laughs> oh, all right, man. The next category is good Robin or bad Robin. I'm, I'll say it. I think it's bad Robin. I think it's yeah. doing the most Robin. I think that like he he's he's trying his best, but overall it ends up being bad. I think it's, it's not okay. I think I think the issue is because of the script. He's not always trying to be funny. He's just trying to be ten, and that's like weird sometimes. Yeah. The the thing about this movie is that like you can tell that nobody really has bad intentions. Like no one is going into this for the wrong reasons, but on the other side of it, it turns, it turns out that nothing worked, but there is part of me that wonders because the kids aren't playing it earnestly. The kids are playing it for humor a lot of times. Yeah. And so then there's well, a lot of Francis scenes being a good director. Yeah. There's a lot of scenes where it's like, it should be a comedic scene, but Robin is, overplaying the part like i think robin is playing it too earnestly robin's too sucked in on the idea of being a 10 year old that he's not being his fun robin self when in reality fun zany robin has a childlike quality to him he could have just channeled that but instead he focused too hard on like i'm going to make myself baby brain i think they should have worked the script a little bit around him more because what they should have done has been like yeah no he's just been inside watching tv and so he can do all these fun impressions and then we let robin <laughs> Honestly, yeah. We let there Robin do his yeah. genie shit. Yeah, a true, a real '90s kid. <laughs> He's just riffing. He's a TV By kid. the way, one of the co- he does a great Bill Clinton. One of the writers of this is a relative unknown who didn't do anything important. The other one, uh, this was the first screenplay by the guy who ended up writing every single Purge movie. Oh wow! <laughs> what? It's oh a man! Deal too. It's like a pitch idea. It's like, oh, that's clever. Oh wait, no, it's actually stupid. Exactly. So it's like the same type of thing. Yeah. Hey, at least this, he made a career out of it's it. It's like it's yeah, this guy's probably loaded. Oh, of course. Oh yeah. I'm gonna say this is good, Robin. 
he's getting he's doing the job done a, a lesser actor in this movie would like really actually be like one of the worst of all time well yeah because if you could cast someone to go like full funny and do like fucking like jim carrey or whatever right um but then like this movie wants to be kind of dramatic and then also if if you were to really cast someone method and like if you were to do it today and make like a real drama you would cast like fucking like Eddie Redmayne. Yes. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And and he would be really hardcore, just like, oh, I'm this tortured soul, 10-year-old who's been inside his whole life. And like, oh, I just, you know, like, and that sucks. It's it's tough because you're right. You're right. Like the the thing is that any other way, any other actor, it's somehow even worse. You know, it's like this, even though this movie like doesn't really click together. It's kind of weirdly the best case scenario of it for what it is. <laughs> yeah. Whereas like something like Awakenings, I think Robin should have done better in Awakenings. Yeah. I don't know how he, with this script, I don't know how much better he can do. The script isn't I, asking him to improvise and be a kid. Also, They're I asking him think, to say lines. Well, I think that that's. And the lines are written. Yeah. I just, They're I there. just feel like he could have had more fun with the role. This There's not really anything fun about the Robin Williams performance, except for in certain scenes. He's having fun, but like, and a lot of it, I think that's just, I maybe, don't know. maybe I'm giving Coppola too much credit. I, yeah, here I, don't on think, this. I don't think Coppola is trying to shoot a funny comedy. Well, movie, but right? I think a lot of the other characters are more funny and are doing more slapstick. I know they're, stuff they're and, the comic relief. He's the tragic, but also kind of funny lead. And I then, think uh, the adults are like, I, I think know. this movie, it could not be saved in any way. No, exactly. it's, it's a cursed. I film. just I don't think it's Robin. Truly. I don't think it's Robin's fault, but I'll say, OK, Robin. And that's also the best Robin could be. Here. The, yeah. The other thing, too, is that like you could you could really just look at, at this two ways. Like you could look at Robin's performance on his on its own or you could look at it through the lens of the movie that's around him mm-hmm. and the movie that's around him just does not do him any favors even though the performance is for what it is it is good it is good robin but there's so much like obscuring the good robin that like you kind of have to take it all together you Mm -hmm. know and i i could go either way i think i think i'll go i think i'll go good robin even though it's like I didn't necessarily love it, you know the performance. Um, I just um, I don't know if this isn't if this is good Robin. Then like I don't even know what bad Robin is at this point. Like moving forward at the rest of the filmography, like I think that it goes up from here. It doesn't go back down. the The thing is, is that like I I think that for what it is, he is doing a good job at it, even if the movie doesn't click. And also, this movie was a hit. This movie made fifty eight million on a forty five million dollar budget and it's because of him wait like, it only, that's not a hit yeah okay. it was it made a profit a tiny profit but not that's probably a big disappointment for okay okay i wouldn't call it a hit it wasn't a bomb yeah. right it wasn't it wasn't toys it opened at number one that weekend right so it's like it didn't it didn't underperform massively you know it's like it had some type of it carried some type of level of success, even if it wasn't massive because of Robin. Right. And reviews were bad, but reviews didn't really trash his performance. Yeah. Cause it's just like, what are you going to do? Like if mm. you're him, like, like there's nothing you can do. It so- has a, it has a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> That's really, really low. I mean, like, yeah, it's not a very good movie, but like, God damn 17. 
Like it could be like a 42. Well, because it's just a binary of do you recommend it or not? You also, know, it's yeah, and it's, Rotten Tomatoes was a lot like the, the, the Rotten Tomatoes that we have now is completely different than like mm-hmm. what it, I mean, Rotten Tomatoes didn't exist in 1986, but if it did, it would be completely different because of, you know, the aggregation of it. Um, there's a there's a bit. OK, so the, the consensus on Rotten Tomatoes says Robin Williams childlike energy is channeled in all the wrong places. <laughs> a bizarre tragedy that aims for uplift but sinks deep into into queasy schmaltz. Yeah, it's just like you have you have to pick this movie was too scared to choose what type of movie it wanted to be. Variety mm-hmm. called it a tedious, uneventful fantasy that you, wastes the talents of the filmmakers. Do you have pulled up what uh, Ebert gave it? Um, I, I haven't pulled up. Yeah, right go here. for it. One and a half stars. Yeah, yeah. That's, so not that's right. Yeah, not like horrifically bad, but that's bad. And he, um, anything Ebert was under also two pretty, stars is pretty not generous. Most yeah, of the time. well, especially on like if you were a seasoned filmmaker, like Ebert has the very famous quote about like a great director doesn't make bad movies Mm -hmm. like just thinking like there's something to admire in every film so if it's coppola making this like if it's just some random no name then this is probably closer just a straight one star movie but it's it's not great (laughs) yeah but coppola is like literally one of the greatest filmmakers of all time yeah and this how great is it that like close to his other work we've now been doing this podcast for five years and this is the first time that we've ever talked about a coppola movie well you you touched on godfather during your yeah uh, i talked about it because i've seen the movies as part of the you can watch your your little fucking okay cool we can talk about um apocalypse now Way back in the day, did we? Or I, or I did. I remember seeing. Oh, Apocalypse you know what we now did? The yeah, because it got re-released. The yeah. final Redux. Yeah, because Coppola, God, does our guy love to edit his old movies? Because he can't make a good one, one anymore. <laughs> yeah, can we get the the Coppola cut of Jack? The re- it's like ra- three Jack hours. Redux, rejack, <laughs> uh, <laughs> rejack. So this is what this is what Coppola had to say about the the anti Jack. The Jacklash. Um, Jack was a movie that everybody hated and I was constantly damned and ridiculed for. I must say I find Jack sweet and amusing. I don't dislike it as much as everyone, but that's obvious. I directed it. (laughs) I know I should be ashamed of it, but I'm not. I don't know why everyone hated it so much. I think it was because of the type of movie. This it is was. like the big speech That's- at the end of a movie about like a guy with like a tiny dick or something. Yeah, he's just like, I don't know why. I like, I tried really hard. You know, know, I don't do they, care what you guys. Do they know think. how hard I tried whenever I was making it. If they knew that, then they'd probably like it more. It was considered that I had made Apocalypse Now and I'm like a Marty Scorsese type of director. And here I am making this dumb Disney film with Robin Williams. <laughs> but I was always happy to do any type no, of No, but film. it's bad. Though. Yeah, no, that's the problem is that like... It's bad. You can do a family film and it can be fun and good and everything else. But like you can do a Chris Columbus movie if you want to do a Chris Columbus movie. But this is bad and also weirdly again has a lot of adult themes like how horny the children are so like it's in this weird in between we're right. just like who the fuck is this movie for like what is the audience it's not 10 year olds i think it's like 14 year olds is it's, that the audience it's grandma it? i think it's grown-ups yeah well but like 
it's also like too childish for a lot of grownups too, yeah. though. So it's Colin. Colin's the audience. Colin. You're the audience. <laughs> it's the Goody it's family. Like, Francis made it for you. <laughs> they're like, give it like 20 years. He'll rewatch it and be like, oh, this is funny because of how deranged it is. Yeah. And then we'll finally achieve something with Jack. Uh, I mean, honestly, I kind of, I kind of like that Ford Coppola is just kind of like, yeah, like I stand by it. Like it wasn't a very big hit, but I made it. Like, I think he should insist that it's his best movie. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the Godfather. <laughs> um, yeah. He should have refused to do like the 50 year celebration of the Godfather. So he could be like, no, hey, Jack. Hey, how about like a, a, a 26 year celebration of Jack, huh? Yeah. How about that? Yeah, like maybe we can get like a fucking Jack Blu-ray or something, Francis. Like, there's no on. blue. Uh, I don't know. There I think it only got a, a a European release, so it's basically just a DVD. Because a lot of times, um, if movies are on DVD in America and they just get a Blu-ray uh release in europe it's just a fucking dvd rip that they put on a blu-ray um let me double check that but i'm pretty um, sure that i while you're doing that uh <laughs> how many robins out of 10 yes. the intensity uh it's definitely not it, it's not at the top i i have it in like the four or five range whoa no this is like a nine what this is hell? he's doing Do you remember so much genie yeah. Genie is like way, this is, way more guys, than this. Guys, again, we talked about it on the last episode that we have to reevaluate the Robin Scott. He never goes more Robin than he's doing right here. This is the best. This is the most Robin for the rest of his filmography. Because after this movie, he's like, I need to tone it back a bit. As, I think as far as mid to late career Robin, this is as high as we're going to get. I know. Okay. I still, I was going to say seven. Yeah. Farting, farting in the treehouse. That's got to be the only time in gruel. The only time he's like mega manic Robin mode is that phone conversation. You the, were talking the, about. the thing is, is that there's so many moments like the, the farting that reminded me a lot of hook, <laughs> like the, the imaginary feast in hook. And it's like, that was so much better. Huh. You know, and it's like there's so many moments where he does go big. He does go kind of big Robin, but it's been done before in other movies better. I think so I got it. I got to knock it. Down. But it's the intensity. It's not. Yeah, the, I'm giving it. I'm quality. giving it like an eight point five. I think I'll that this it. is this is like as most Robin as we're going to get for like the mid to late career Robins. I'll give it like a six. I don't think he's really ever like chewing scenery or going like that far deep he does scream a few times like really really loudly he screams and the whole the first scene where we he goes out on the playground he's making animal noises and like getting inside the box and then he's like squirming around in the little tunnel good. and everything he's doing the thing wherever there's a ledge where he like walks on the ledge like how kids do like he is going balls to the he is doing the most and it just it's not like it's not as loud necessarily, but he's going the most childlike. The yeah, most but that's also not the most Robin, Robin because also I, Good Morning classical Good Morning Vietnam is classical Robin. That's not childlike. But I, I think that we have to re we have to recalibrate the Robin scale. We can't. He's never going to do. That I know, again. but then it's all lower. Well, then everything's going to be like a four or lower, and then it's just like well, no, that's why I think this debating is, like this makes sense as like a seven. It also I think one thing that we could all probably grant is it's definitely 10 jacks out of 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fully, know. 
I think I might go like a seven. No, on that since scale. Jack, this is it's, fully it's an eight. It's an eight on the Robin scale and a seven on the Jack scale. <laughs> okay, the last category is because we never got an answer if, if he's ever had a boner before. Mm-hmm. Recaging couch. Where would you put Nicolas Cage in this movie? Easy. He is the cokehead who starts a fight with Robin Williams in the adult bar. Great. That scene is so much better. For what about Michael Cage? Is like, hey, oh, what? What was that? Why'd you bump into me? You need to apologize right now. <laughs> Yeah, I was, that I was thinking the same thing, Ernest, the uh, Michael McKean guy. That could be uh, Nick Cage, or just make Nick Cage the dad, or and just then... make him damn Jack. <laughs> that was my. Come on, I, I want to see Nick Cage. Nick Cage's version is of Jack. Well, but Francis not... Francis would never cast his own nephew. Yeah, not leaving big... Las Vegas. Uh, Nicholas Cage though, where he's like actually playing yeah. it very Wild at heart Nicholas Cage. Yeah, I want like I'm a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I want that Nicholas Cage as Jack. He can do it. What about a Jack uh face off crossover? Mm-hmm. Interesting. We did almost have Travolta. Yeah. Travolta doing this is a train wreck. It would be literally the worst Holy movie of all time. Shit. Coming <laughs> off of like all of the cloud of pulp fiction, he's like, guys, I have I'm working with Ford Coppola. Hey, I'm a little it's- baby, though. <laughs> Sandy. <laughs> Spectacular. <laughs> so uh, uh now recasting the main role. I, I I mean I said it earlier. Any any other person you put in here, it just completely Hank, falls. Yeah, Hank, Hank's, Hanks has and played Tropic a kid Hunt, very empathetically before. So Hanks makes sense, obviously, as always. Um it only works with Robin. Yeah, because Hanks also like doesn't like Robin looks like he has something wrong with him. <laughs> it's been stiller in Tropic Thunder. That's the only way that you're, you're looks, making this is like a satire. If you're making this right, Robin looks like he has some kind of disease. So it makes sense to cast him here. What uh, about like Michael Keaton? No, no, I, that's <laughs> that's like if you just only had the earnest dramatic. That's the Awakenings version of Jack, or it's just it's so boring. Yo, okay, if we're going funny mode, Chris Farley. Yeah, yeah I, could, I, I could see that a little bit. That more. would own. He, he is a kid in yeah, Tommy he Boy. He's just a kid. He's like a dumb baby. I mean, Adam yeah. Sandler is probably the easiest comparison with like something like Billy Madison or anything like that. But you have to completely change the vibe of the rest of the movie. I think it's fun. I think that you could. Here's how you would make that movie: is that you would like have Adam Sandler as the role. He's kind of like big comedic guy. He's doing like very, very broad comedy. And you make Diane Lane's character like the emotional crux. Diane Lane is like, son, you are dying. Yeah. You are yeah. going to die. No, and, and that's, he's like, how, yes, yeah, that's how you flip it is that you have to have her, you have to have the mom character be the big core or you have like the Bill Cosby character die. And then like he learns like about his own mortality because he's aging faster yeah. than the other kids. Or you put Jim Carrey and he fully ruins his career and we don't get like all what the if, great yeah what if it's jack this. but like instead of like ha- like being a child he like put on i don't know like a mask right. of some kind that like made him turn to like a cartoon character cuz the the thing is that like robin williams career didn't it didn't it was not ruined by this movie it just kind of came and went people were like oh that was weird but like yeah. I think a Jim Carrey, like his entire career would be derailed. Well, by yeah, this it's movie. because Robin already had like, like so much, like, like over a decade of like, you know, uh, stockpile yeah, film. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Carrey's like in his first couple of years of being famous. So this could, this could it would ruin a man a little bit. Um, I'm trying to see other 90s. Will people. Ferrell. 
Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus. All again, if you're trying to do the the dry, traumatic Oscar bait version of this movie, Mel Gibson. <laughs> Mel Gibson and Bill Cosby. That's the only man in Hollywood boy, that can match oh the hairiness that Robin Williams brings you. <laughs> oh, uh, Christian Slater. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, I'm 10 years old. <laughs> Kiefer is like, he's like got the full boy. Like, Kiefer is a hunk right now. You have to get somebody who's like kind of ugly. Somebody who's a little bit older and like kind of ugly. Because you don't want, as much as everyone is horny for Robin Williams, you can't have like a hot older guy in this movie. Because then that's just like distracting. If like Hugh Grant is... <laughs> Jack, and you're like, wait, what's happening right now? Yeah, has to or be, like Pierce Brosnan in 1996. I want it to be Chris Farley. That, th- that's that's the best one I've heard. I yeah, I'm just scrolling through 1996 on Letterbox. Weird year, guys. Very weird year. I mean, we talked about this with uh with Birdcage last time because this is like the Fargo year, Mission Impossible. There's a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of random shit. Michael came out this year. That's, isn't that one of your favorite movies, Colin? Michael? It's it's a it's a stinker, that's for <laughs> sure. It, it's a similar deal as Jack. Like, oh, like a uh, pitch concept. Fuck it. He's a John Travolta. He's an angel. But he's, <laughs> he's not like, just an angel. He's Michael. He's like a, he's like an asshole in the movie too. He like drinks and smokes. Like it's not like an uplifting movie. It's it's a uh, it's not very good. Any last thoughts on Jack, boys? Anything that we didn't get to that you wanted uh, to bring up? I'm I'm sad that um you guys didn't find it as cute and as charming as I did. <laughs> well, I'm happy for you, Colin. And I found it so charming that you gave it five stars on Letterboxd. <laughs> that was very cute. That was the most charming thing about the Jack experience was seeing after you watch Jack that yes. Colin gave it five that's, stars on That's why I love you because like I just go on Dude. there and I'm like everyone's trashing it and then there's Colin. Colin, what's stars. it like that like your review of Jack and my review of Minions Rise of Gru is exactly the same? Both of them are just five star reviews on Letterboxd. You know, if I could talk to Coppola, I'd be like, I give it five stars on Letterbox. Yeah, oh yeah. He'd be like, who are his, you? Buy his wine, dude. <laughs> yeah, really support him. It's it's pretty mids wine. I actually, <laughs> I, I heard that Coppola is on Letterbox secretly as Brat Pitt. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. No, he's he's Silent Dawn on Letterboxd. Yeah. Like, he's an annoying guy, ass long. He's the guy who yeah, who leaves out of a one hundred yeah, like use on Letterboxd. Well, can that guy fuck off forever? <laughs> gives it, gives all the Star Wars prequels like five stars. Yeah, get out of my damn yeah, face, get Silent the fuck, Dawn. Guys, I'm sorry. Things from your childhood are just bad, and we don't have to reevaluate everything from your childhood to now it's suddenly good. Yeah, um, but if you write enough words, it's actually good. Yeah, if you yeah, if you do like a per word count per word is the boost of the star rating. Um, Colin, I I enjoyed revisiting this film. I will say I'm that. I'm glad I, I watched it. Oh, I've I, seen yeah, this I loved movie, it. I, again, like I said, I've seen this movie so many times on cable and like segments and everything. The like, can Jack come out to play? That scene is like burned in my head for some reason. Um, it is a fascinating object. Yeah, exactly. It is a piece of media. I, 
Um, <laughs> it's definitely is a motion picture. It's a misguided piece of '90s family filmmaking. Yes. Yeah. It's a. I. It, it's. It's a parabola movie. Let's yeah. just say that I, I was fascinated by it, and I think that it's bad and should have never existed and should be fucking hurled to the bottom. It's of the one. Ocean. Yeah. It's one of those where like Coppola probably. There are plenty of directors would have made a worse version, but also there are directors who would have made a better movie than this. Like Chris think, Columbus probably makes it better. It's fucking a tough Rob it's a Reiner tough premise to yeah, get I, right. Rob, if Rob Reiner gets to fuck around with the script and then make this, he makes a good movie straight up. Make it rated R. Rob Reiner Please. owns. I think there's a, a lot of we said this is the best version. I do not think I think that there are better versions to this movie. Um, if you make it rated R. Well, or if you make it rated PG and you just don't oh, make right, the kids right. so goddamn horny. <laughs> Maybe PG-13 is the problem. Either go PG or go R. Yeah. But like it ends up in this it's weird a, middle ground where again, strange. who the fuck is this movie for? Right. Like that's kind of the central question I keep coming back to is like, I don't know what age. I mean, not a ton of people, mind. according to the box office. Yeah. Not for not for it's, a lot of people. It's way too silly for adults and way too dramatic for children. So ultimately, it's for, yeah, no one. It's for the goodies. Yeah. For the goodie family, because we had this on VHS. We watched it a couple times. And I was like, I went to my brother and I was like, do you ever get a boner? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, maybe we shouldn't have Colin watch this again. <laughs> it's ruined his brain. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> yeah, my parents are really concerned. They're like, he gave Jack five stars on Butterbox. <laughs> <laughs> not provoking portrayal of m- mortality. Trust me, I think way more annoying about Jack than just giving it five stars on Letterbox. Should I become one of those Letterbox users that like gives like poorly made movies? They're like, oh, this is actually one of my favorites. If if you're genuine about it, yeah, yeah, like that's that's the thing about Jack. Like, I feel like you are a genuine Jackhead. You oh, know? I love it's the, not just the, the bit. Movie. It's a it's an entertaining movie, but it's it's like you know it's 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 not good. I like, had I had so much fun watching it though. Love. Yeah, exactly. Like I could watch it again. Yeah, it's like wildly flawed, and it's like really really fun to watch. When that's, a lot of a lot of flawed movies are not fun to watch. I do I do just want to point out that I'm now looking at Colin's letter box right now, and you do have The Godfather Part Two at only four stars. <laughs> <laughs> so, so therefore, Jack is a better film than The Godfather Part Two. <laughs> That's what you were saying earlier that it, for Colin it goes Godfather Jack, Jack Godfather, Godfather Part Two. two. I already knew this. Hey, four <laughs> stars is a good rating, right? Colin is Colin is pretty objective on there. Yeah. Well, the 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 fun thing about Letterbox is that like you can make it whatever the fuck you want it to be. So it's like you can give a movie that's not good a perfect rating. Who gives a fuck? Who would do that? I don't know anyone who would ever do that, especially <laughs> for a kids movie that came out this year with Yellow People. Yeah, no, no one, no one. Uh-uh. Should I make a dedicated Jack Twitter daily Jack post? Please, I will retweet every, every frame of yeah, Jack. Every frame of Jack. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I have the time for that. But it's let's know. I'll help you create a bot, and then we can just get that to like auto post like once let's every, do an every hour. Every frame of Jack podcast, where like every app is like maybe forty five <laughs> minutes on sh- each frame. Sh- Shoot myself. <laughs> One perfect shot. Can't do this. I'm gonna One inhale jack like, shot. I'm gonna inhale like a can of of worm farts. Of, of farts. Yeah. <laughs> and just get a fucking stage three concussion. What if Jack like smelled the farts and died? <laughs> jack no, smelled his, his own farts. farts. He would grow more what powerful. If, what if he smelled Bill Cosby's farts and died? 
<laughs> Wait, no, no one pointed out the moment where he tears off Bill Cosby's pants in the he's like, I see your movie. crack. And Bill's like, do you know? It's rotten up there. Yeah. <laughs> my ro- rotten my insides are rotten. <laughs> All right, Jack. <laughs> Jack. We did it. Oh, fuck this movie. Jack. Jack. Man. Jack. 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 Colin, thank you so much for bringing this movie to us. Uh, it was a wild ride. We we had you on for, for Nick Cage. We had you on for Wild at Heart and Leaving Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And those two movies were great. I think this one just kind of seals the deal as a much more would you you recommend a triple feature of wild at heart into leaving las vegas into jack that's that's so upsetting at the end of the day you uh you're like tying your noose like halfway through jack (laughs) just fucking ended all no i i appreciate that you really you really give us the the widest possible palette of that cinema has to offer and that's why we love you who knows what uh what I'll nab next time? Maybe like a Southland Tales, another <laughs> famous misguided uh strange movie. Yeah, that's the so, one with um Justin Timberlake, right? Yeah, yeah. And the rock. A, yeah, maybe one day if we're doing the uh rock uh the rock Timberlake has a fast I, track on our next series. Yeah, <laughs> really just Southland penciling Tales, in and now watch it with me. <laughs> you're just trying to find you're trying to get us to do a Richard Kelly uh, series and for, I could just do one series. movie and then I would just want to dip out. <laughs> yeah, that could be done in a one podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's a one <laughs> episode. A Tony Darko episode. <laughs> well, thank you so much, man. Is there anything that you're up to these days that you want to let the people know about? Uh, unfortunately, my life is really boring. And uh, no, I don't. <laughs> you want to plug your restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my restaurant. Come to my restaurant that I'm uh, managing. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's great. So, no, my life's really boring. This is the most exciting thing I've done in a, a long time. So, thank awesome. you, guys. Well, about we, we hope to have you on again soon. Uh, we're going to be talking about Robin for a, a little while longer. I'll be um, listening. Yeah. So, maybe we'll we'll have to have you on for something else and not wait until the next Career Arc series. So, Hopefully sooner rather than than later. Maybe uh, Halloween ends. We'll be ready oh, to shoot yeah. ourselves for <laughs> Halloween ends. Wait, Will we end did you guys, ourselves. Did you see Halloween Kills? No. God, that movie sucks so hard. <laughs> Colin knows. Colin warned me about it, and I was still like, "Oh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun." And then I was just miserable in the theater. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, I have the novelization of Halloween Kills. I want to <laughs> read the book and see if it's better than the movie. It can't be much worse. Laurie Strode um, come out to play. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if you know this, Ernest, but evil ends. Evil, evil dies, dies tonight. tonight. That, evil that is dies. Right. That evil is right. does die tonight. All right. Um, well, thank you all for listening and watching. Please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, like, and comment, and let us know what you thought of Jack, parentheses, 1996. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are continuing our series with Father's Day, an Ivan yeah. Reitman film. Uh, uh, never heard of that. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah, Billy Crystal. Yeah, co-starring Billy Crystal. Who's coming on? Um, we have a special guest for that one. We have a also very special guest for Flubber. After mm-hmm. that, Flubber's uh, gonna be an unhinged pod. I'm just fully ready for it now. Yeah. I've done what Colin, what you've done for Jack. I've now done for Flubber. I've seen Flubber multiple times recently. Yeah, and I'm I'm fully ready for that. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, stick around for Nope as well. Uh, we'll be talking about Jordan Peele's latest. 
and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye.